Welcome to True Heel Heat, the place where we use insider terms because we think we know what the fuck we're talking about, even though we don't. My name's Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and I'm better than you, and you know it. Hello everyone, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley wishing a nice day to everyone there, right there, at True Heel Heat. Yeah! <laughs> Rob Van Dam, listen to True Heel Heat. Pow! <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube and Facebook for our NJPW G1 Climax 33 final review discussing the big show from this, from yesterday morning, Sunday morning, August 13th. It was the G1 Climax 33 final. We're going to talk about that, as well as some thoughts on the entire tournament. I am bringing here the heavy hitters here, our Forbidden Door team. As we first up, we got the ace in the face of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, Mr. Romeo Anthony Cologne, well rusted after his nine-hour stream. What's up, everybody? Uh, keep in mind, I am a New Japan casual. I don't have as much knowledge as the three others here on screen. I think I'm a little bit more than a casual. You got you, you got to be a little bit more than a casual to watch an entire G1. Um, exactly. Yeah. I I haven't watched an entire G1 since the first G1 I watched, which Naito won in 2017. So look at that. This was fair. every every time you watch the whole G1, <laughs> your guy Naito wins. You, you gotta go. My you God. gotta start watching more. Naito's good him. luck charm. He's gotta be on every big show that Naito does now. Put me in the roll call. Romeo. Exactly. Exactly. He's going to be like, Bushi, Shingo, Titan, Suji. No, they do Yota. Ruto. It's Yota. Oh, Yota. Yeah, it's Yota. He says Yota. My bad. But yes, since we're talking about NJPW, you know we had to bring in the man that's here, the past, present, and future of New Japan Pro Wrestling, represented by this person right here. He is your boy, Jay News. How was that? Climax uh, recaps, buddy. Uh, I got up to show. I got up to night ten, Romeo. You got you got me on those. Thank you. I appreciate you, brother. Um, and then all hell broke loose at work, and I couldn't even watch a show until last night. So, all I have to say is, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is good brother Jay News. We're back at it again here. G one final. I just finished watching while we were setting up, <laughs> and uh, we were all right. This was the only way it went. It had to be. And uh, I got other stuff to say about how the tournament ended up. Because, yeah, I don't know what, what all that um, was about. <laughs> oh, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to what you got wrong about the tournament. Oh, don't worry. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, no, we're I rewatched the preview. I rewatched the preview and heard everything yeah, but, you said. Uh, we're yeah, going to no, talk no. about that. But we got one more yeah, person yeah. to introduce. We, 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 we can got talk one more about person that. to introduce. She is Mrs. Hiromu Takahashi with the brand new hair. Feeling brand new. You know her. From her YouTube channel, Sanal's Life. Plus, she has become a regular here talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. She is writer, podcaster extraordinaire. Sanal, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, this Hiromu hairstyle was not intentional. I didn't go into the hairdressers and show a picture of Hiromu and go, right, Naito is winning the G1, so I want to look like Hiromu. No, this was all a coincidence. But yeah, I'm ready to talk about the G1. And I mean, I agree. There was some amazing parts and some moments where we said it on Ace Tech and Desperate 3. What 
is Ghetto doing? <laughs> we called the last episode of Ace Techers on J News and Romeo the Wrath of Gato because we already saw, because that was after the A Block final, which we were just like, yeah, we got it. We got what? This. We were like, oh, Gato, what? <laughs> SP3's funniest thing is, did Kaito Kiyomiya shit in Gato's bag? <laughs> We honestly thought by the way he booked them this entire tournament, Kiyomiya had the shit in his bag. Don't you think? No? Am I the only one who thinks Kiyomiya shit in his bag? I wanna I wanna say that he at least gave him the moment of going toe-to-toe with the champ Sonata. Sonata had the, the, the same champ who lost to uh evil, yes. So yeah. so time out, time out what, with your damn commentary. Because that what was a, one of the most that was one of the most blasphemous things I have ever seen in a G1 tournament in my life. Evil winning clean? Oh, Are no. you kidding me? Are you kidding really me? Like, 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 really clean on the grand scale of things. In the grand yeah. scale I mean, of things, was, that was more compared was to more, other evil yeah, wins. To, it's yeah, the exactly. cleanest evil it's the cleanest win we have seen. That's not saying much though, is it? That's like that's literally <laughs> the lowest and, of the low. And, well done, evil. It was the least cheating you've done in like four <laughs> years. Yeah, but, hey, but you guys point about, about about Kiyomiya. I was like, what happened here? I was like, the Kiyomiya thing, the Hikuleo thing in the corners threw me off. I was like, what is this? But the thing is with the A block, right? Is I'd have understood if we'd have had maybe one of the three Miss Musketeers. Right, beaten right, exactly. Going. Especially Suji after everything. He had four choices in the A block. You either pick the guy who's the ace of the other promotion, or you pick the three guys you're trying to build around. How did he pick the wrong one? He had four choices. And still I, I genuinely, but I genuinely think that that was for Gato an easy option for Naito to have a very quick match. That I didn't really it. have to have much spark. If you get what but, I mean, like he went against the young ones. But imagine the story that would have been told if Gato would have listened to me from our, my prediction from the preview. Remember, I had uh, I had a, a shooter making it to the quarterfinal. Now imagine if, if Naito has like a 15, 20 minute match with shooter and shooter comes closer than he did at New Beginning, has a good match and then loses in the quarters. He gains a lot more than what he got out of this tournament. I had I had Kaito going out of out of the A block too, but um, it started off good, it looked good, and then it just went to shit. Um, Hikaleo, listen, I, I understand the concept, but he shouldn't have lost to like Chase Owens looking like a bum. Yeah, if, if he's gonna go all the way. Like, what? The, the, no. The the booking is what really got me. Like, how like who won where? That just to, to me, none of it really made up made made much sense. Like, no doubt, I'm gonna be wrong with predictions and all that shit all the way through or whatever. The Kia Mia thing threw me for real. Cause I was like, what is like you have I don't know if the if the if the, if the choice is to set up Kia Mia and 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 Okada for later on, which is fine, but it's like, huh? no, no, ill, no real preview, no, like, nothing, like, no, not even say, a face to face. Like, this is what I told Jay News. I told him once he did not put them in the same block, it was not gonna happen. But you don't listen to me, you don't listen, trust man. Him shit. Just kiss. I told there's, you, there's, there's, I, there's no I need. Know how this this man has scarred me. I have, I have mental <laughs> and emotional. So I know by the way he sets up the blocks, who is going to verse who. And I knew when he did not put Kiyomi in the same block as Okada and that you were saying, oh, he's going to verse him in the, in, the, in, the, in the semifinals, in the quarterfinals. I was like, 
there's no way, actually. I was like, by the way this is panning out, by the way they set up the quarterfinals where the A and B blocks had to verse the C and D blocks, there was no way they were going to verse in the quarterfinals. There was no way he was going to get past the quarterfinals even if he made it there. So there was no way we were getting Okada and Kiyomiya. And yet you didn't listen to me. You argued with me. And you I made think... me look better for the Sanal. You made me argue with her. I don't like arguing with her on screen. And you, made, and you didn't listen to You should have just said, Sid, you know what? Kato made a mistake by not putting them in the same block. And we would have went up at on our day. At the end of the day, if we're going to sit here and always agree, what be are we to our fans? What are we to our loyal followers if we sit here and agree with everything? At the end of the day, like I said before, the like I said, the Hikuleo thing threw me. The evil thing really threw me too out of the whole C block situation because I was like, what? I was like, you had you had, and the C block wasn't as bad as people thought it was going to be. To be no, clear, it was really strong actually. With um, like the bad and- quality. And me yeah. and Sonal talked about it on East Seconds. The worst block, honestly, was the one that we had high hopes for. Was the D block? D block really didn't give us any. Was bad. D block wasn't no. bad at all. It was just compared to the other. We were saying this on East Seconds. Is that the not boringness, but sort of we've seen a lot of D block before. We've seen Goto versus Naito. Yeah. Naito, but the matches were great. Even like Zach versus Tanahashi and the yeah. first where Tanahashi changed it up. Just. The other matches had more stories going in, more freshness, which I guess speaks of the like. Aside from some of the questionable booking, the quality of the matches were much better than I think the past few years. It's yeah. just Gato. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Having having Finley and Evil come out of the same block, and then no Eddie, no Shingo, no not even Tom, not even him. Two heels. That's that's something. I want. I wanted to add more about the Kaito stuff too, like because. During his last match in the G1, like they were commentary, English commentary was openly being honest, talking oh, yeah. about his contract situation. And uh, what do you guys, where you, because I, what, what I've read up on, he's like loyal to Noah. He's always loved yeah. Noah. Noah's his home. But is there a world where he does eventually make the jump? But oh, he was in Noah now. He's doing some stuff in Noah. Yeah. And it seemed, like, it seemed like they were. They were really kind of making that one of like Kiyomiya's parts of his story in the G1 is his yeah. like forming of a friendship and relationship with uh, Uyua. Yeah, I, I you, you know, I just, at the end of the day, I don't know. Um, the the yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Kevin Kelly was really putting Kiyomiya down during most commentary stuff, uh, driving that nail home, wasn't he? Um, yes, but was. I'll. <laughs> Yeah, but um, he made it sound like he made it sound like whatever whatever the, the Noah equivalent of this, but the N one. Yeah, the yeah. that's a that's a breeze. Like that's a piece of cake. And now he's mm-hmm. in the big leagues. Yeah, yeah, he he won the N one, but he came <laughs> yeah. to the tougher one, and he couldn't do it. <laughs> and he couldn't even get like, to the quarterfinals of the D one. <laughs> it's like it's like damn, y'all not only shitting on the company, y'all shitting on their tournament that's going yeah. on right now too. Right now, like, exactly. No, but you're yeah. shitting on a company that Will Ospreay is going to be wrestling, like. Next, next month, month. Isn't it? next month, yes, next month against uh Marifuji. But yes, uh, we're gonna you could sound off in the live chat, we're gonna highlight as many of your comments as possible. But of course, if you're feeling generous, you can send a super chat donation, always helps out the channel, helps the channel grow. Make sure we highlight your comment on screen. And if you want a question or have a thought that you want to be read out, that's the best way to do it. We got East Shock in the chat with us saying good morning, we got uh Trey Jones who says hi. Uh, we got uh, Dustan who says road call coming soon. 
indeed. Uh, we got Hanika who says, I'm just here to see SP3 yell about Naito. No, I'm yelling about the fact that Chain News argued with me when I told him <laughs> Kiyomiya and Alcada was going to happen in this tournament. Like, I told him. I told him. Gato. Fuck Gato. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, 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 yeah, just that. That is SP3 sentiment this entire tournament, and probably a lot of other people's sentiment. Oh man, um, hey, Gato was like, I'm giving you night to winning, so I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. Exactly, on the way there, I'm gonna do everything else. You want you want a great quarterfinals? I'm gonna put Evil and Hikaleo in there. You you, you want wanna... you want some sort of conclusion to this Bullet Club versus House of Torture? You're not getting that. Not gonna get an answer. They they faced each other. Both team both guys cheated, and we got no answer. Oh my! That was the main event. Oh, that was the main God. event of a goddamn show. They main evented with that with no fucking that answer. crap. I feel that whenever it comes to Bullet Club and pushing forward stories we had it with jay and evil there is never any conclusion nope like even with the um, <laughs> club civil war i think it only ended because they decided to go to AEW. there was never again a real ending to that story well if you kind of look at it in retrospect there was there was the end of the bullet club civil war part of kenny and cody that was in san francisco then with tama in the the firing squad that ended with DLD beating Young Bucks for the tag team title. So the story was told. The real, the the OG Bullet Club won. Just not great, though. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Was there was there was no never good. Yeah, there was never any umph to it. There was no there was no grand. It, it's the the Jay Z line, the grand opening and grand closing. There was no grand closing. You know what I'm saying? What uh, you needed was something like Tama beating Kenny. Like right. GOD beat like the books. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, GOD. Yes, the books are great, but GOD were built as one of the best tag teams in New Japan. That's not a massive thing, is it? It's not like a wow that's ended the civil war. Yeah, it's just it's. And you guys are gonna have to fill in some of the gaps here because I missed the shows for the sixth, the eighth, and the ninth. So I don't know what the tag team conglomerations ended up being, uh, or, what, or what the factions are actually looking like now. Uh, so you know what? There's some, there's, some some good, there's some good stuff going for. I good. feel like yeah. manifesting some good stuff with the factions. Me, me and Sadal, we manifest one of the factions, which we'll talk about here. But, we, uh, but with that faction, I feel like there's somebody else who might need an addition to it. We shall get to that. A saying, uh, give Jey Uso the book and away from... <laughs> uh, Gato, uh, nah, Jay News, everybody from New Japan would just turn on him because no one can ever be on Jay Uso's side, apparently, even of his family. Uh, even his brother, who, who we were told he loves him so, so much, turned on him because he loves him. Uh, anyway, uh, Francis, Sorry, I, and I watched some of the G1 tournament, but the final was really good. Congrats to Naito. We got Kaden, who says Kaito needs to go to the States. He's a star. Ooh, I don't, uh, nah, I don't, yeah, know, I don't know about that, man. Does he talk English? I don't think that you can put that. I feel like people would say that about New Japan. Like, oh, to, to be a star and to cement that, you need to go to America. I don't think that's the case. No. Yeah, the story no. is to go to New Japan. That's a story. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's the story. story. That's the story. Yeah. Stop, stop That's being a Westerner, Caden. Westerner. That was very. That was that was so. That was like a random. Like he needs to go to the state. What? No. Like that. That worked out well for Shinsuke. He's a lot less over than he is than he was in New Japan. Like oh there's what? no. He's just chilling. He's just surfing. He's like mid. He's not really going I, I, to the heights of New Japan. I, 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 Unless you're a female Japanese star, 
That's the only the only ones that translate go into the states is the female Japanese star. Never really the male Japanese star. It's been like 25, 30 years since Great Muda and you and Jushin Liger came over here and got over. Like when Muda came back to New Japan, he wasn't getting Kenta. So like Kenta didn't last there. They just yeah. don't have the same impact there as they do in Japan. But WCW used to be able to get it right because they understood that the Japanese stars needed to wrestle in order to get over. At, at the end of the day, the character shit doesn't work for everybody, which is why, like, nowadays, me having these, oh, do you watch WWE, AEW, what's your preference? I watch all professional wrestling, but at the end of the day, some guys aren't characters, and some stories aren't necessary. So for the WWE fans who love and, and, and abide by that shit, good for you, but you do shit with some wrestlers that are great elsewhere. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that, that that's a lot of Japanese guys. And for Shinsuke... Let, let's be let's be honest here, J News. They do yeah. shit with a lot. Like true, it's true, it's, true, it's literally, you're, it's you're literally not wrong, you're not wrong. very it's very yeah. much a small percentage of the people yeah. that got over in another company that are yeah. able to really, especially if it's a major company, like if it's a Ring yeah. of Honor, an independent, and you come to WWE, yeah, of course you have a chance to get over because they feel they feel you as a new product. But if you are over in like a TNA, an AEW, a New Japan, and come over to WWE. Unless your name, well, last name is Rhodes. I don't know. Right. But guys, it, but guys, Shinsuke's yeah. about to challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship, guys. Is he really? Is he really? Good on him. Good on Shinsuke. Good, good on Shinsuke. Gonna have a, a raw, a raw style matchup on pay-per-view. Great stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's keep. <laughs> After main eventing uh, Wrestle Kingdom after Wrestle Kingdom, you know, he's finally going to get a shot at that WWE Championship. Finally. Finally. It only took him so long, right? Uh, the World Heavyweight Championship, excuse me, Sanal, the one that has no prestige, no legacy at all that they're still trying to get over, that that's the one he's challenging for. Um, <laughs> God, uh, Dustin says, Kevin Kelly going ahead of himself sometimes. Uh, Kevin Kelly, I thought, did an amazing job the final nights of the G1, the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. Yeah, oh, yeah, when he was by himself, he was he was great as well. That kind of is so so to me. I honestly, I his best night on commentary with Kevin. I was Kelly. about to say, uh, I was like, the best Very night good. on commentary for Kevin Kelly was Ke Eddie Kingston. For the deep I missed that one. I missed that one. Yeah, <laughs> he did amazing. On you could tell that he loves Japanese wrestling while he was watching it. Which I can is imagine. Nice. I can imagine. Except for that man. one time when he said Naito's on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, at the end, yo, we were we were live on air, and I when he said that, I was like, oh no, how could you? Kevin? That's why he lost. That's why he didn't make it to the final. He was pitching a perfect game and then gave up a whole run in the <laughs> with two outs, three balls, two strikes. <laughs> two, balls, two balls, three strikes. Oh man, we got who asks, Will I never get boot uh bullied by SP3? Stop telling Japanese wrestlers to go over to America, then you won't be building. That's pretty simple. Pretty simple. That's all I'm asking for. Um, Takeshita DDT to America. That is different. <laughs> this, yeah, is why, yeah, this is why I literally specified like where they come from and coming yeah. over to WWE, they're not going to get over that well, or coming over to the States, they're not going to get over that well. Takeshna was already, like you said, uh, Sanal always tells us, he was the ace of DDT. He was probably the best bet of anyone. I, I, if I compared him, I used to compare him to like the Okada of DDT. 
Like he mm. was at that level. He was winning titles. He was always in that main event. So it's like, for example, saying Okada take him over to WWE and like he will. He will be booked well because he's already cemented his name. Kiyomiya, yes, while he is good, he was never the the guy in Noah for long enough. Whereas Takeshita for like a solid good amount of time has been on that top level. Yeah, and he's exactly. and he's been and he's and he was and he's ushered in now into AEW in in the main event to mid-card level spot anyways, because he's backed by Don Callis. He's had all these great matches and stuff like that. So I feel like AEW's done well by him so far. Um, it's just, I think, for, for me, it's always been the WWE, the WWE dropping the ball in, when it comes to the foreign stars and stuff like that or whatever the case is. Like, they haven't been able to get a luchador over since Rey Mysterio. So let's, let's be real. So. <laughs> they tried a couple of times, too. Yeah, man. Uh, they've tried. We got Ace. Yeah, Rey Mysterio's back on top. <laughs> yes, we got Aces says Tajiri. Tajiri debuted in ECW. Checks notes. Correct. 1997. That's anyway, right. um, <laughs> Hayden says, Hayden says, I just see uh, getting a big, I just don't see him getting a big spot in NJPW long term before I read the rest of your comment. Hayden, do you really know New Japan? Yeah. I know the answer to that question because obviously by the sentence, you don't because if New Japan is in a turnover right now all of us mm -hmm. that are on screen watch the g1 they watch new japan very often me sanal and j news we know it's on an overturn the reason mm -hmm. why we're asking for kiyomiya to go over to new japan is because there is a spot available for him to be a top guy right now yeah I, yeah yeah the transition is happening before our eyes so it's like there's a, there's yeah. an opportunity right now for him to to be spot lit he can be if you want to i know it's a, i know the phrase the three musketeers but Put his ass in there. He's he's the fourth guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I was I was I was just about yeah, to say bro. like, isn't that a natural story to tell? Like he's coming in, he's the Noah guy, mm -hmm. and you got these three musketeers. Like I'm better than all of them, so I'll show you. Like isn't that a natural story to tell? Yeah, he's, he's also like right around up. the same age as. Suji. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, he's right in the middle of yeah. So I think Shota and Narita are a year younger, and then Suji's mm -hmm. a few years younger. He fits perfectly in that mold, while still because obviously we see that there's a relationship to New Japan and Noah. Going forward, as some as we've seen with Osprey, it's easier for him to be in New Japan and Noah simultaneously, simultaneously, but rise in New Japan than say take him over to the states where he is sort of just getting pushed in with no backup, no like long term booking, no natural story. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense, and uh, but I do agree with Valabi as well. He says, but no, Kaito will bring Noah back to the glory days. He That's is kind of their their hope. Their hope That's for the, the future. Hope. That's the hope. But look, man, much like here in Western America, I'll say this bluntly. Motherfuckers is looking for the bag, bro. You know what I'm saying? And Boosie Rowe got the money. You know what I'm there you saying? Go. It's like, you know, that's really what it's about. Look, man, for all intents and purposes, we, we're going to side and we're going to prefer what we like to watch, whatever companies we like to watch and stuff like that. But if, if Kaito's looking for the money in Japan, New Japan is the place to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, not to say that, not to say that Okada's on his way out, but you know he's got a lighter schedule now. He's 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 Big Daddy Okada. He's I was gonna say he's, he's got he's got home commitments. He doesn't want to be dealing yeah. with the young kids anymore. He's the only one, uh, like out of like the the kind of the stalwarts, the pillars of this company that are still here with Tanahashi, Naito, him, Ishii, Suzuki. He Okada's the only one I see being here after five years. In the next five and like past five years from now. No, like don't doubt Tanahashi. One. Tanahashi will be there. Uh, well, Tanahashi will be go ace on a walker, <laughs> like a walker to the ring. Go ace. Like, Tana, 
So no, Tana's, Tana's walking that fine line between Chono and Mudo right now. He's walking that fine line. <laughs> By the way. At the start of the G1, he was doing all right. But as he the was. matches went on, if you were like, oh. and then I got really upset out on Reddit where someone compared Naito's matches to Tanahashi's. Like, oh, Naito needs to retire. He's in the same shape as Tanahashi. Like, what matches no, are you watching? No. Yeah, you're wild. Wild out. By the way, I, I love that. that death stare that Tanahashi gave Naito after Naito was walking out after he won. Naito like yeah. almost tips his cap at Tanahashi. Tanahashi's just like, should have been me. He's like, I still, <laughs> no, he's like, I, I, now I remember that DDT. I couldn't remember for the last few days. Now I remember the DDT. That DDT. Oh my God. That's one of my highlights of the whole time. Planted him. Planted, Planted Batman. Him. Oh man. And also, uh, with Kate, the rest of Caden's comment, he says AEW is doing a great job with Takeshita. Hasn't Takeshita been there for two years though? Seems like they just started doing a great job with him. Yeah, yeah, pretty I mean, much. You know, the, the there for a full year. And I had listen, to listen, listen to her be like, what is AEW doing with Takeshita? Listen, and listen, honestly, with how talented I, yes. he is, they should have been doing more of that first year. You're, you're right. I don't say this often. You're right. <laughs> like, you can't say somebody's doing a good job with Takeshita because it took them that long to realize, oh, wait, he's not just a rising star. He is a fully cemented star. We can't just leave him doing nothing. And but, like, but yes, I, I love the heel turn, but they're yeah. going to do it. They should have brought him in as, like, a big impact because most people already know him anyway. But... Yeah. Here's the here's the here's the here's the the jux of the whole entire situation, and this is the problem with AEW now, and it was the bigger problem for the for a WWE a couple of years ago. They just have too much fucking talent, yeah. and they don't have enough TV time. It that's just what it is at this point. And they seemingly did everything that they said they weren't gonna do. They were like, right. oh, we're gonna be like the and. They were, they were hating on WWE for signing all these people in like a rush and not doing anything. And like Jane, you said, that is what they've done with the female talent, with the normal talent. There are people that get a 10 minute match on what? what is it? That is it. What's the really short one? The Owl show. Rampage. Owl. Rampage. Yeah. Who gets like 10 uh, minutes on Rampage. And did you call it the Owl show? The Owl. owl. The Owl oh, show. Oh, 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 I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, is that another way to shit on Rampage? That's great. <laughs> no, no, because like now I watch all the, sh the AEW shows to see if there's any like New Japan guys or Jay White. So I, I check it by the time. Like there's two long shows. That's the normal Dynamite and Collision. And then the shorter show. Collision, the Jay White show. Yeah. Collision, the Jay White show. Yes. yes. The Juice Robinson show. Let's really be real. It's the it's, rock it's, hard Juice it's Robinson show. There's two Jay Whites on that show. One yeah, is Carter. Right. Was it the Bang Bang? Was it the Bang Bang Gang? Bang the Bang Bang Gang. The Bang Bang Gang. And now Jay has a has a clone. It's called Card Blade. Card it's taller. It's taller than I never dog. thought. I honestly never thought I'd see the day Jay White do comedy. And I'm I'm loving it the majority of the time because the time. he's the straight man. He's the straight man <laughs> to all these outrageous guys around him. Like 
No, I'm telling. I'm saying gun, the guns on commentary. I'm not a fan of the guns, but they said when Juice Robinson's acting all crazy at ringside, and they was like, "Oh, that's rock hard, Juice Robinson." And then Austin says, "He's not even rock hard yet. He's a semi." I was like, "I lost it. I lost it. I lost it." I was like, "Yo, oh, these guys are clowns." Oh man. Big Man Dog saying NJPW doesn't have a stack main event. They have a lot of open spots. Uh, yeah. They have they have guys yeah. that can fill in those open spots, though. Like, that they I just don't have a lot. I think they have enough to bring new talent in. Like, you can't say that, you know, you've got Osprey, uh, the Three Musketeers, Naito is still on top. I think that they are trying to build up other stories. But like we said, it's in that period now where it's transition and they're not going to yeah. suddenly fill up those spaces straight right away. Right. It's going to take yeah. time to build them up. I, and I, I, the, the only thing, the t- one of the takeaways I had from Kevin, I think it was the last, uh, when Sonata got beat by Evil, Kevin Kelly said something, um, uh, I, I don't know, man, it just didn't hit me well about Sonata. And, I, and I, you know, obviously me being the Sonata guy, it, it was just one of those things where it's like, all right, I think they're trying to make have him do the Okada like thing where he's going to have to face evil and he's going to take it to another level. Does he have another level? We're still talking about Sonata having another level and he's the freaking heavyweight champion. And it's like, okay, can we finish this other level story and Mm. get this shit to wrestle kingdom so that Naito can get his fucking moment at this point. Was it it Chris Charlton on commentary where obviously after that win, there was a big emphasis on Sonada's injuries going forward. Mm -hmm. Kevin Kelly was like, oh, he's injured, that's why. But Chris Charlton was proper laning like, no, 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 he just couldn't win. He just couldn't couldn't win. Yeah, he he couldn't win it against Evil. And I'm like, when, when... Like, we're going to stick to that storyline. Don't disregard him as a champion. Like, Chris Charlton's said heel. Yeah, yeah, he has. He has. He has. Yeah. Listen, to me... It looks bad. I, I understand, like, well, he's trying to have some honor or something. Sonata doesn't have any one of his five guys out there to help him at ringside. Because I just saw Osprey. He has yeah. his guys come out and yeah. help him. Yeah. What's when he needs Yeah, when he needed Yeah, when he needs it. Yeah. Bring them Doki out. Side. Bring Doki. That's all the problem sorted. That's right. Everybody loves Doki, man, at the Everyone. end of the day. Get the Doki, I, get I just... the Doki Choki on him. Get the exactly. Doki Choki. Get Takamichinoku out there to be to hype him up. Right, right. Taka, Taka had a match <laughs> recently. Uh, we got Bala B. Taka clean. <laughs> we got Bala B with a super chat donation. Thank you so much, Bala B. He says Cardblade versus Fuji, which is his name for Yoda's twin. Is Yoda Suji's twin, which I thought we talked about that, Sadal, too, which I thought was one of the you know best. What? I did some research. Apparently, he's like a director in Canada or something and a stuntman. Wait. Wait, hold on a second. This is his this bro- is a real, his this is a fact. His oh yeah, you missed the A block final. Yeah, yes, A block final. A block final. Uh, Suji was making his entrance, and Gabe Kid attacked him from behind, and mm-hmm. he's beating him down, beating him down, and then all of a sudden, Yoda Suji walks down the the ringside, and what? I'm just like, what's going on here? And he takes him out with like a big running knee, Gabe Kid, and then he picks up. The, the, the fake Suji, and it looks exactly like Suji. He you know, basically like has his Eric Angle. He has his Eric Angle. He can do um, all third angle spots from the 2000s. Because you know, like, Zach's done it with Fujita, and you can sort of tell you, like, well, that's not Zack Sabre Jr. Like, going into this, everyone, like, before the match started, the Japanese crowd was silent. I don't think they knew what was, they were like, wait, is that, is that... like, they were in shock as well. They were like, but there's two Sujis right now. 
Oh wow! I wasn't aware. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you the picture on Instagram, Jana. Yeah, uh, he's gonna send it to you. That is that is interesting. He looks just um, like he's he's in good shape. He's got it, the hair. It's identical. He he just uh, uh, Suji is bigger. That's the only thing. Oh, it's okay. kind of, it, that's what I said. Body shape looks similar in terms of like. But but Suji, when they laid that, when they were both laid out by Gabe Kid, you could see Suji is bigger, like must more muscular. Right, check it out, Jana. I just sent it than to his you. brother. Uh, mm. but yeah. Like they get it, and that's why I said Eric Engel because the only difference between Eric Engel and Kurt Angle was that Eric Engel was a little bit smaller than Kurt. That's how Suji and Tuji are. Uh, but yes, now that we did all that talking about the, the tournament, we can get to the actual final show here. Uh, it was the final night, G1 Climax 33 final Sunday, August 13th, from uh, Ryogoku Sumo Hall. No, well, Ryogoku. What's happened to the Nippon Budokan? They used to always do the finals there. I think um, I think it's that time of the year where they have more sumo matches at the Budokan than anything else. Yeah. So because you know they've been changing where the G1's been on the calendar. So I think mm. that yeah. I think it's more of a booking thing than anything else. All right. I was yeah, like, so. I was like, I used to love them just going like the Nippon Budokan. It was just like the classic yes. place. But... Yeah, because they went to But uh, I, I like I like this building too, because I, I recently just watched this is the same building that uh Okada and Shibata have. Because yeah. I just rewatched that matchup. So as soon as I saw that that was the building on uh, Saturday, I was like, okay, this is going to be a good show. And this was probably the best crowd of the year for, for New Japan because uh, they had a they had a sellout, 8,283. By far the biggest crowd they've had since Russell King. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thanks, Romeo. Loud. Well, the first match on the show was tag team action as you had Oscar Lobe uh, teaming up with Toriano to face Ruihi Uyua to and Kaito Kiyomiya. Kiyomiya and Uyua has been teaming up a lot throughout the tournament, and that chemistry showed off here as the two of them teamed up and put Yano and uh, Lobe away with uh, Kiyomiya hitting his shining wizard for the one, two, three. This match going seven minutes. 47 seconds. Thought it was a pretty good way to open up the show here. Sanal, what did you think about Kiyomiya getting the win with Uyua? I didn't watch it. I was asleep. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. It was like, it was, it was like 7 a.m. for you. Yeah, so I missed the first two matches because I got up. My alarm went off at 7. And I, I snoozed it. Then it went off at quarter past 7. And I snoozed it. And then I got to half past. I was like, let, let me get up. So yeah, I missed those matches. Sorry. He's like, I finally got up then. <laughs> Day News, uh, did you check out this one? Uh, no, sir. Uh, for the semis and the finals, I only watched the uh, the matches that I needed to watch. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I know Romeo did. There's too much did, wrestling, so. SP3. There's too much wrestling. I did. I did you think did, if I anyone did. knows that, it's me? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo. What I did, did you think I, about the opening? I, I, I did watch these tag matches, but I'll be honest, I'm not going to have a lot to say about these tag matches. So I'm just going to give overall general thoughts about the people in them during the tournament. Mm -hmm. And Yano, let, let me talk and, about Yano. This, this is why these, these two New Japan fans don't, don't get wording. Because I this is why I said, I didn't, act, I didn't ask Jay News what he thought about the match. I said, what do you think about Kiyomi and Oyoa getting the win? So they could have no-sold and acted like they <laughs> saw the match and just said what they think about Kiyomi and getting the win. Because of how I asked the question, they should have just answered the question. Romeo, let, go let, ahead. Let, go ahead, Romeo. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll, just yeah. say, I'll just say Kaito Kiyomi's adopted Oyoa. There you go. There you go. 
That works. Okay. Um, we already talked about, about, about Kaito. Let me just say that Yano gave me one of my favorite moments of the G1, and that was him being so angry at Naito's trolling of him. Naito trolled the yes. shit out of him. He had his whole entrance play. He's like, restarted. Restarted. Then he runs back to the entrance. Wait, I gotta do this again. And Yano loses the shit. He's on his he's on his knees begging the referee to start the match. The entire entrance lasted longer than the match. He was almost in tears. Like I couldn't. I don't. I don't know who I told this to. I, I had a conversation about that match with somebody. I couldn't get through it. It just took too damn long. Can I just say though, Naito, for some reason, this tournament, considering that his whole thing was to win this, literally took the piss so much in like every match, whether it was taking off his ring gear at the slowest rate, just taking the piss with Zack Sabre Jr. You wouldn't think he was a guy who wanted to win the tournament. That was the strategy. But you know what? That was the you know strategy. What? I, I, I think so. I think so. Because you got to realize, look, look at the whole tournament for Naito. And realized that he started off the tournament against Jeff Cobb, who he came in he undefeated against. And how did Jeff Cobb beat him in that first match? He didn't take it more seriously. He mm-hmm. just trolled him the whole entire match of that first match. So Naito said, you know what? That's going to be my strategy. That's how I'm going to win. <laughs> That's what Cobb I- did that to Tanahashi, too. Cobb was doing that a lot. He was. It, that was that was like his secret sauce because yeah. when he got when he when he made it when he made it too serious for himself, that's when he started losing. Yeah. Shane haste the Shane haste match. That that shit pissed me off. I, <laughs> I thought it, I thought it worked really well because Shane would have known he was never gonna win it. What is the second best thing you can do? Make sure Zack Sabre Jr. And like, they were shitting on it like a commentary, but for me, it made perfect sense because why are you gonna? Put your body on the line when you can just easily help your fellow faction mate win. That's true. Like it's just it's just common sense. I do it. Like don't start saying like, oh, I don't believe in that. It wasn't a very good way. Like TMDK are baby faces. They're not healed. They're just they're like tweeners. Let them, let Shane Hayes do what he wants with his orange hat. You, I love the orange hat. So did I. <laughs> My most annoyed was who, who was it that beat Naito? Was it Nichols or Hayes? Hayes. Hayes. Yeah, I like oh. that match. I love. Oh. I like. Yeah, I, no, that match match. Yeah. I, I like good. that decision. I like that decision. You always have to have a big upset, and Shane was was the best, was the most likely of the people to pull off the big upset because you know Gato doesn't give a fuck about his. It's also going to be a really easy um, defense yeah. of the of the trophy. Like, I I don't think I think he's probably going to get one defense because Sonata's going to get one defense of the title. Before Wrestle Kingdom, he's not going to do yeah. more than one. Really, it looks like he's just going to do evil, probably yeah. at King of King of Pro Wrestling in October. So mm-hmm. probably Naito only gets one as well on the same show. And Shane so Hayes starts so crying, into, crying into his orange hat that he didn't get a chance. Was it like yeah. Yano when Yano beat Kenny and he never got a shot? Yeah, at the title, it's going to be like back that. of the line. Back of the line, go. Go there, you go. But next up, we had uh, more tag team action. This time, uh, it was eight man tag team action as you had Master Wado teaming up with Shoto Amino, uh, Tamaki, Tamaki Homa, Yuji Nagata back in New Japan versus Yota Nakashima, 
Ren Narita, El Desperado, <laughs> and Minoru Suzuki of Strong Style. Uh, this match here was all about the rivalry, the budding intensity between Shooter and Narita. These two, you know, started off the G1 tournament in the first 20-minute time limit draw of the tournament, and all the animosity and issues that they had prior to the tournament have only, uh, you know, turned up to 10 uh, since then, and they just were brawling from the outset of this matchup, having to be separated by their partners. I love the little matchups that we had throughout this matchup like the junior heavyweights of Masawato and El Desperado going at it. Then you had the the elderly, the elder statesmen of both teams in the Nagata. New Japan and- granddads. The New Japan granddads. The New Japan granddads going at it of Nagata and Suzuki. In the end, though, it was Shooter who took center stage, hitting a big old dropkick on Nakashima, and then following up with the Death Rider to get the one, two, three right in Narita's face. Him and Narita getting into it after the match as well. And it really seems like we are building to a Narita and Shooter match before the end of this year. J News, what did you think about Shooter and his team getting the win. And overall, your thoughts on the Shooter and Ren Narita rivalry after their 20-minute time limit draw in the G1. So I'll say this, and I'm usually not a proponent for for extra titles and stuff like that or whatever the case is. But oh. when – yeah, 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 you know where I'm going, Ramil. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm going. Come on. You know where I'm going. Anyways, um, at the end of the day, I felt – like and I'll bring Osprey into this for, for for a bit. I felt like when Will did the did the belt change, I felt he was going to bring back the Intercontinental cha- Championship, not convert it into the UK Championship. With that being said, the Intercontinental Championship needs to come back to the IWGP. At the end of the day, these boys need something to fight for because they're not going to be in the main event World IWGP World Heavyweight Championship scene for a while, right? Because obviously they didn't entrust them to do anything in the G1, so they're not going to be in that title picture for a bit. Or whatever. Um, that. But isn't that with, sort of what the never was created for for the young talent? That, that, where's the never? Where's the never open with Finley? Does it matter, Sonal? Does it matter? But the, <laughs> the, is, the, the never, TV title never, is supposed to be that what the these young guys are supposed to be fighting. That's what for, comes so. across to I me. Is like the right. I think Zach is going to drop it to one of the three musketeers. If 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 that happens, then cool. Then then mm-hmm. then they ride off into the sunset with that, and they can ride it or whatever. But for now, you gotta give it Zach's up. Been, I, no, you know what? I'm gonna treat you like a treat WWE fans, Jay News. You need to give up on this whole bringing the Intercontinental title back, just like WWE fans got to give up acting for the hurt business. Like I'm sick of it. I've been dealing with this shit. <laughs> Come on, for three man. Three years now. For three years, let's give up. They they elevated the U.S. title. It's not a U.K. title. Fine and dandy, whatever, whatever it's the name the UK is. Title. It's coming. It's coming home. The U.K. title is coming to Rev Pro in two weeks. It's coming home. <laughs> that's, that's the secondary title of New Japan. If you want something for the young guys to fight over, it's the TV title. Okay. No, so I, it's it's I, fair that it's going to be the TV title. It's just that Zach's been so good as the TV champion. It's it's just one of those. Do we really want to take it off? Exactly. It's like, do we really want to take it off of Zach right now? It's like that's that's the deal. But. You know, oh, he's not like you, Triple H there. I don't want to take the title off of Roman. I want to make a new title. <laughs> but anyways, all I'm saying is I think the, their feud's going to last for forever, right? At the end of the day, it's 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 Chono Muda all over again but with, with Narita and freaking and, and, and Shota Umino. Um, clarify this for me. Is it Hantai or is it G.O.D. or is there a split? Give me some feedback here. Right. So technically... <laughs> 
and this is through commentary, they are still part of Hontai because they keep hyping up the fact that um, Tama wants to bring in the newest talent to Hontai and keep them there, whereas Hontai has always been there. You go there and then you leave somewhere else. However, I personally think G.O.D. should become their own entity. We'll talk yes. about it later, ELP. But also, in some of the tag matches, Shota Umano has been really good with G.O.D. and ELP. Mm -hmm. So right. they eventually, I so at the moment, that I think they're technically under Hontai, but at some point they should break off. It's like it's I, like I, House of Torture is under Bullet Club, Gorillas of Destiny is under Hontai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, an, it's a subgroup. It's a subgroup. Yes, it's subgroup. Of, of it's a subgroup. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. uh, what do What do you think about the night of the uh, Narita and Shooter rivalry here, Sanal? I love it. You all know that I have such a soft spot for that class of young lions. And the Narita Shota thing for me has always been one of the strongest. They are so different. I need this now to bring Ren Narita to the next level. We have mentioned it on this, on Ace Tech, as me and SP3 mentioned it. Narita is not living up to his potential as a three musketeer at the moment, whether it's generally his style or his place in the faction strong style, which isn't working. So for me, my hope is that this feud with Shota will elevate him to the level he needs to be at because I, at this moment, am still in the firm mind that Narita should have stayed as a junior heavyweight because he is getting lost in the crowd of heavyweights. I, I don't disagree with you. With I don't disagree with you. I think the only thing, for, for, for me, they need to get Narita away from this whole Shibata thing. They need to spin this somehow. They need to turn him, not turn him like heel, or so, like just give him a different character altogether. A different nickname, even. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, like I, yeah. I think they did him a disservice with the way that they that, that they've been billing him lately. But even putting him in a faction called Strong Style is doing him dirty as well. Like, why was it that name? Like Suzuki Gun was such an inventive name. Despi and Suzuki is such a dynamic duo. Strong Style just feels like a bit of a shit name. <laughs> Shouldn't Narita like wrestle him first before he does that? He did. Oh, he did. Yeah, he, 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 he said he versed him at Russell Kingdom. He was his first match back. Okay. Uh, we got a couple of more comments I wanted to highlight here. We got uh Dustin who says uh their matchup should be at Russell Kingdom 18. The match has the story and in-ring to do so. Uh, we also got Big Man Dogs. Uh, he says, it was so dumb to retire the IC belt because the U.S. title just took his place and then they introduced the strong title, which is what the U.S. title should have been. You literally explained why it was the right time to, to retire the IC title. It wasn't dumb. You just explained why it was the time to retire it because the U.S. title took its place and basically uh, filled its function. And then the strong title filled the function, the previous function of the U.S. title. That's why it was smart to retire the IC title at the time that they did. I wanted yeah. it back, but you just explained why it was it was the right time too. Yeah, I read that comment and I read it as um, it was dumb to retire the C Block Championship. I was like, <laughs> that that is true. Let's bring that back, okay? Because I was watching many of the G One shows wearing my C Block Champion T shirt with the fun trophy. So you know what, J News, you said we need something for the young ones. Bring yeah. back that C block champ because wasn't Suji like the first winner of it or something? Yes, he was. Yeah, so bring that <laughs> back. There you go. There you go. Let's find uh, it. Let's want to hunt for that C block title. 
Annika saying mm. the new Hurt Business will work. No, it will work as much as the old Hurt Business there, especially if they have new Hurt Business as their name. Talk about a shit name. Uh, <laughs> Not a confirmed. name. New Hurt Business. Jesus. Awful. Street Business is right there for you. Just Street, street Business? Street <laughs> Profits. With I, no, I get, no, I get it. I get it. I get street it. Business. I'm just saying. It's like. I think they're gonna be calling it something like limitless because they keep using that word. Talk about nah, limits, nah, limits, don't go limits, there. Don't, 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 do don't, don't do that to keep. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that to keep. He needs something. <laughs> he needs something. Don't do that. Don't do that, Skip. Unlimited. Uh, we got we got Chase. It says ZSJ, the forever TV champion. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we also got here bunch of comments, a bunch of people saying C plot championship. That's great. Can uh, I say something about a uh, shooter? Shooter in Umino. Umino, um, yeah, what listen. did you think about uh, this tag matchup and the shooter and Ren Narita rivalry? I, I, I wasn't really high on Shota going into the G1, and he turned me off. Like, he turned all those thoughts around. He was spectacular. His moveset, like, he's got this deep moveset. I know they were saying on commentary, like, um, they're going to have this uh, big moveset at first until they figure out, like, who they are, what, what, until they narrow it down. But he he entertained me in every single match he was in almost. Uh yeah. especially when the when the when the musketeers went at it. I understood the the draws and that made mm -hmm. plenty of booking sense. So good job there, Gato. Um A block might have been my favorite block to watch just because of the, yeah. the young talent and them mixing mm -hmm. it up. Um I, I think Shoda and Suji was my favorite uh for Shoda. Um he, he he really elevated himself. I understand what you're saying about uh, Renderita because I got that same impression. Um, Yoda Suji is by far he is he's going to be the face of this company, the face. Dude, he's he he's, he's got his shoulders above most of those dudes. Yes, and it's, and it's and it's you by looking at him you can tell. Yes, it's charisma yeah. jumps off the yeah. screen. But for but Shoda I thought had really good showing and and he got elevated in my eyes mm -hmm. as a viewer. Yeah, no, I think I think the the G one was very kind to both. Uh, Suji and Shooter. They definitely elevated themselves mm -hmm. in the G1 due to their performances, but they just lack the wins. To, sure. to yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's, you can have great, great matches throughout the G1 and that elevates you a little bit, but you need a win. That's why I was like uh, yeah. looking for one of the three Musketeers to be the one to beat Sonata. That's why no, I was looking I, for the three Musketeers. Uh, that's why I, I think I think Ren Narita honestly got the biggest win out of all the guys because he's the only one that beat Kiyomiya. Which I did not expect at all. Mm. Like, yeah. he, he was honestly them. the one that needed it the most because he was he was had well, to have we done anything to him? We we'll have to wait and see if that win has built anything because again, he's still Compared to Shota, who lost against Kyoma, he's still seen as the lesser. He's still, while Shota still has this Tanahashi look, he is being less compared now. Like, even me, I'm not yeah. giving him the Tanahashi Naito. But uh, Narita got this win, but I'm still sensing, I'm still, he's still giving off Shibata vibes. He's not giving off Ren Narita. Mm -hmm. And My I'm still going to put out that it's because he didn't go on an excursion. And I know people might say it's overrated, but so, I think so. That. So, to piggyback off of that, your your sentiment about uh, Narita not going on excursion, I think if Oiwa goes to Noah, wouldn't it more or less be the same thing? Doing that to him as well, just from just from an overall company standpoint. Yeah, if, I if think him, so. Him, if, but if, is it if, is it Narita going to the U.S. considered his excursion? 
Yeah, but it's because right? he went to the dojo rather than I. Because I, I mean, I'm saying yeah, I, mean, I won't know if yeah, Obi yeah. was yeah. officially going to know of her excursion or whether. Yeah, because I, I remember when Nari- I remember Narita being a young lion in New Japan, and they were talking about that for the last couple of shows. They were like, "Oh, he's going on excursion to the L.A. JoJo." Right, right. But, the, but, but, so he but technically he did. Technically, he did. But it's not like like Uemura, who I mean, we've not seen him for like whatever. Uemura, where are you? Come back. But he was <laughs> wrestling in pan, like pandemic strong shows. He yeah, wasn't yeah. going out and about. He wasn't doing. And I was going to pick this up when you're talking about Suji, why he's got such star quality. He, Suji, like um, Sho and Yo, he went to the UK where he mm-hmm. had a completely different character. He went to CMLL again, where his character changed. And so he has gone through different stages to find who he is. Whereas mm-hmm. to an extent, Shota, that's why Shota took a bit longer because he went into the UK and he has always been that baby face. Narita similarly was still in the black trunks for what seemed like forever. And that's why I think Suji and if Uemura comes back, Uemura, I think, will similarly have a much stronger standing. So on to J News is, I think, yeah, maybe Oiwa going to Noah would be a downfall, but I still feel that if he goes to Noah and isn't treated like a young lion, he might do well. But if it's yeah, but like it's still, where he goes and he is still in the black trunks and doing the I opening just, matches. I've always felt like the excursion portion of what happens with the young lions has always been for them to go to another company altogether, another country altogether, to learn a different style so that it can then amalgamated with, with, with whatever they, it is that they did learn at the, at the dojo, in the dojo system and stuff like that, which is why I think Narita isn't Narita as of yet. He didn't go anywhere. He went from one dojo to another at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Now, Yuya, on the other hand, you were more, that is, he went to the LA dojo from the Nogay dojo, but now he's working in TNA or, or Impact, I'm sorry, and stuff like that. So he's done a true excursion in that sense where he's where, where he's gone to another company to learn the American style. He trained for Natty Nightheart and TJ Wilson, for God's sakes. So you know he's 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 had that excursion end of it. I don't think Narita's had that excursion end of it. Um, I don't think the Oi was going to get that excursion end of it because it's still Japanese wrestling. Um, Fujita, I think, is looking out because he's going to Australia. For he's going, he's coming to the UK as well. And he's going to the, the UK. End of the month, so, so 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 Fujita's going to get the excursion, uh, the the excursion treatment. So it's like. Let these guys have the true excursion. You know what I'm saying? There's no real reason as to what to just keep them in the in the Japanese or the dojo system. It doesn't to me, it doesn't let them flourish, right? It doesn't let them understand what the different brands and types of wrestling that there is out there because they just they're staying at home and whatnot. So I saw yeah, I think that's, that's why Hanare's time took so long to get yes, into the yes, he I had agree. no excursion. Yeah. Finley, mm-hmm. no excursion to an extent. Although Juice was already pretty much cemented as like a wrestler from his WWE days, Juice didn't have one. Jay White, Rapongi 3K had a proper excursion. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. I feel like the quality of excursion is understated. Like people just say, oh, it's just an excursion. But really, if you look at the best ones, even Naito, he went for another excursion to come back as the ungovernable one. And that's when the popularity hit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it always helps. It helps to kind of evolve the performer and to change up either like their in ring style or just their presentation, it seems, Mm -hmm. with uh, the best ones. Uh, we had a bunch of comments I wanted to highlight here. We got uh, Big Man Dogs, who says A-Block was the best for sure. I think A-Block, like Romeo was saying, was the best because there was was more than, uh, you know, two or three people you wanted to see. 
There was yeah. like a lot of the, the only people you didn't really want to see in the whole entire block was like Hikaleu and Chase Owens. That's it. Every other every other person kind of stood out in their own way. Whereas every other block had like maybe three or so people you wanted to see. This block had a lot of a lot majority of the people that you wanted to see their matches. We got Dustin who says A and B had some of the best matches in the tournament. Uh, we also got King uh, Tai Chi. King Tai Chi pulled it out of the bag. King Tai Chi, Tai Chi, the MVP, holy yo. Emperor, the holy emperor of my heart. <laughs> Uh, we also got a shock who's asking, uh, how were the bullet club war dogs in the oh, G1 man. performance wise? Don't I, get I think me Gabe, Gabe Kidd was the breakout performer of the whole entire He's fucking, I'll say this for me that for me, freaking MVP, every damn show. He's not Will Osprey. Will Osprey. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's MVP, there's rookie of the year, there's most improved. Kid, kid is a combination of most improved yes. and rookie of the and year. He's the, the year. breakout okay. performance of the year. Yeah. MVP. Sure, sure. I don't think anyone's touching. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Completely agree. Can't, can't disagree there. I'm just saying from a. I've never seen someone take a character and run with it like like he's done. There's just from a from New Japan standpoint, like the dude just he took over every show he was on. You just wanted to watch him, and it was the same shtick every show. It was the same shtick every show. But, but, at the, but me and Stanal talked about it on East Sector this last week. That Kiyomiya match—that's the best non-finish I've ever seen in New Japan history. Yo, so and and they and Charlton says this all the time, or whatever that dude, the, 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 uh, that the dude is a freaking um, generational talent. That's not a freaking gimmick. Gabe is good, really good. But um, Gabe's been wrestling for, I keep, I always say this because I feel like it's a broken record, but Gabe has been wrestling for a long time. He is yes. not in He's the not same new. class as the Young Lions. He's been the, yeah. he was winning titles before some of the three musketeers were in the dojo. Yeah, very like, true. people very need true. to remember that. Yeah, Gabe's and, been in the business it, almost 10 years also, altogether now. So, you know, I and think. it's rather unfortunate because I think, uh, what was yeah. the comment? I think it was Vala B who said it, like, Gabe overperformed and Alec Coughlin performed more like a first-time performer. And it's that that's, I think, is the downside to Gabe Kidd performing as well as he did is that it made Alex Coughlin's performance look that much worse. Like, in my eyes. Like, I was like, Coughlin... Haglin could have not been in the tournament, and I don't think anything would have changed. He got the one win over Tanahashi, which was great, but he did not leave an impression like Gabe Kidd did. Gabe Kidd, Gabe Kidd, you got people saying he's a future IWGP World Heavyweight mm -hmm. Champion coming out of this tournament, while Alex Coughlin, he just tried, he tried to do an extension of the Gabe stick, and it just didn't come off genuine. Right, because it's it's not him in that in that estimation. I feel like he's still trying to find it. For himself, with uh, his right really now. big eyes. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. The, like I said, I, I, I said this before. The whole Dexter Loomis thing. Um, it's uh, it's he's still trying to find it. Um, Gabe, Gabe's found it. Now it's let let us see forty five minute matches with Gabe with Gabe Kidd in them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like strong style is his suit is his strongest suit, and he can get in there and do British wrestling. He can get in there and do lucha if you wanted him to. If you've ever seen him do do Lucha shit, like the kid's insane. Like he's he's insanely talented. Um, I can't say I can't wait to see or if if Will stays in, in New Japan, I can't wait to see a proper feud between Will Ospreay and fucking gay kid. 
like the roasting that those two would do to one another is it would be amazing um but yeah man I, like, like standing out star gave kid for me um you know uh, alice coglin needs 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 a little bit more more work at the end of the day he needs to find his character and stuff like that um yeah the other i mean the the the, the and that's, a, Dog that's another good point by big man dog saying coglin was hurt by the block he was in too because yeah. me and sanal was saying like d block was like the weaker of the block of the all four blocks so that he, he definitely didn't did not have help. He didn't have bad matches. Like I thought, like I thought his best match was against um ZSJ. Um and it I, was just I like, did not like that match. No, I did. I, I, thought did. Be- I thought his best match was Tadahashi. Tadahashi it's looked good good. and he got the win. Uh the ZSJ one, he just ZSJ works well with pretty much anyone. Anybody? But yeah. mm. he, the Naito match was better. The Tata sure. match was better. The Cobb match was better. The Oto match. I'm, I'm, I'm Oto, just talking yeah. about. I, I would, just, say, I would just, say, I would say, I would say, other than Yano, that's probably his worst match of the tournament. For but it's I'm a just Yano saying, match, so it's like an exception. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, what exactly. I'm, I'm just saying for Coglin himself. I thought that was just a better match for him from from an in ring. Uh, I don't think, think I don't think his style his style worked that well with uh, ZSJ. I thought I thought it worked better with Tadahashi because Tadahashi slows things down and it's more about the psychology and I think he gets that part of it. He still like I said he's he still needs some work so that's that's that part of it. Um, look, man, you know guys, I don't like David Finley. I'm not I'm just not a big fan of the whole freaking him being the the, the war dog leader. But the dude showed out. Okay, I can't discredit that for him in the tournament. Um, like, what did I, what did I, his freaking match versus Osprey, bro? What the fuck? What? Oh, man. That the, was the, amazing. The no, that's what I'm saying. Like, what oh, the oh, fuck? Okay. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, 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 where, like, like, to, like, like, to, like, for me, it was like, where did this come from? I was David like, Finley, hey. Finley elevated himself in this tournament. No, for sure. That's, like, that, that, he, that's had, what, that's, he had bangers that's in this tournament. Yeah, like, he had, I, I don't necessarily tournament. agree with uh, this comment here from ALW. Good brother ALW, who says Shoto was ama- is amazing. All three Rewa Musketeers all shined in G1, in my opinion. Even with uh, bad number, Ren had some amazing matches this year. I don't think Ren Narita had one amazing match yeah, in the G1. I don't, I'm not, yeah. yeah I, I mean, Romeo, you haven't talked much. What did you think about Ren Narita? Because I... I, I think his best matchup was probably the the shooter or Suji draws or the Kiyomiya matchup. Kiyomiya, but yeah. The most I will say about that match was it was great, but not amazing. Amazing is like I'm gonna remember this next year, right? I, I, from mm. this G1, like even the Kiyomiya match, which I said was his best, I probably wouldn't put it in my top ten for the G1. Yeah, Shota, Yoda, and Kaito all had. Better moments uh, ahead of Narita, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I got. I just got to be honest with what I see. And and speaking of being honest, you know, Gabe Kid, I'm not as high on him as you guys are. Like you guys are waxing poetic, oh, man. <laughs> Especially J News. J News is the president, the president <laughs> of the Gabe Kid yeah. fan club. <laughs> Absolutely, I think his character work is outstanding. Yeah, he he. he he, I've never seen someone so angry all the time. Like he, <laughs> there's no happy moment for the Gabe Kid whatsoever. He comes out there pissed off. I love that about him. It works great in that setting and that atmosphere. I just think the matches itself, you know, I, I still need to get to that level of where, oh, this is great match, great match, great match. Like uh, I haven't got yeah. that yet with Gabe Kid. He, he had, he had it, well, the Kiyomiya matches in my top ten for the yeah. G one. 
even with the double count out finish and the Yoda Suji. I thought the Yoda Suji match was also great. That would but probably that, they, be an honorable they, mention in my they, top they took it back to their freaking young line days there because those boys they 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 cook when they were young lions and and that, it, it just reminded me of that when I watched their match in the G one. Yeah, I think I think he had the great matches with the people he needed to have great matches mm-hmm. with. But most of all, I think the reason why people are waxing poetically, like Romeo said about him, is because the character work. It's the character yes. work that puts him over the top. If he had no great matches and just the character work, then I can understand Romeo being like, oh, I think you guys are overhyping it. But he had great matches. Like you you said it like he didn't have any great matches. He did have great matches, along with the great character work. Are you are you taking him over? Uh, Kaito, Shota, Yota, do you think he's on their levels? Because I don't. I think he's he's on the level of Kaito. Yeah. Kaito Kaito does not have that much charisma and character work like like uh Rendi, like Gabe, uh, like, uh, Gabe Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Kiyomi is better in the ring, but sure. Kid is better on the mic as a character and just presentation wise. I love, I love how SP3 almost got it mixed up and said, Kaj, uh, not as good as Ren Narita's charisma in the ring. <laughs> yeah, imagine, imagine, imagine I'm all serious when I <laughs> But uh, I think we did enough talking about the Bullet Club War does, but what did they answer that question since it was from a member? We had more tag team action, multi-man action here as it was another eight-man tag. He had Yo, Eddie Kingston, Tomorio Ishii, and Hiroshi Tanahashi teaming up to verse Tiger Mask, Satoshi Kojima, Hiroshi Tenzan, and Toge Makabe. Uh, This one was pretty much what you would expect here. It was the little bit of the exchanges that we had throughout this one, whether it was Ishii going at it with Tenzan. You had a great exchange between Eddie Kingston and Kojima trading off the machine gun chops, which I thought was a great moment there. And then finally, it came down to the junior heavyweights with Yo hitting the, his big super kick, the trace kick for the one, two, three. This match going nine minutes, 37 seconds. Uh, Kingston, Tanahashi, Ishii, and Yo getting the win. After the matchup, though, Ishii and Tenzan still going at it, still brawling with one another after the matchup, but having to be separated by Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston even had to give Tomoyo Ishii another hug like he did the other night. But uh, uh, are we going to get Ishii and Tenzan out of this? Does Tenzan, can Tenzan keep up with Ishii? One he's still bitter he's not got his Mongolian chops. He's like, I need to take my anger out on somebody. Oh, so now, man. what do you think about a potential Ishii and Tenzan rivalry? Is it doesn't that just sort of say the story of Ishii's career? Your next feud, you you were workhorse. You've been working hard. Now your next feud, Tenzan. Yeah. I don't know what to say. He's also a never six-man champion. Can we not, like, remember that? Can we not build a feud upon that? Not Tenzan. No, no Tenzan. Tenzan. That's what we get. I mean, Yo was great. They were really hyping Yo up in that match, just want to say, like... Yeah. My issue comes a bit... Like, I love commentary, but it seems like they keep saying, and they've been saying this for years, I think next year is going to be Yo's year. I think, and I feel like... I am the biggest supporter of you. I've always been a Punky 3K fan. My problem with commentary is each time he comes up and does what Yo does. Yo is an amazing wrestler, very good personality in the ring. But I feel like commentary are pushing it too much. 
I don't know mm. if that's just me. Like, yo, I feel is someone who, if he succeeds, it will be one of those unexpected ones. But how commentary are feeding it, it's almost like now everyone's expecting you to do well and it never comes to fruition. I wish that they'd stop doing that. It's like, don't jinx my guy. Don't jinx yeah, my guy. Yeah, they do it with Hanari as well. They were like, last year, they were like, right, this year's not his year, but next year it will be. They said it in this year's G1. They this did. year, he didn't quite get it. Next year will be his year. Stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to keep adjusting it and saying it to the next year. Next uh, year at the Messi Super Junior, just wait. Later in the year, yo, we'll get that win. No. <laughs> Romeo, what did you think about this uh, matchup here and the Ishii Tenzan interaction at the end? I'm going to take this time to talk about Eddie Kingston's G1. Eddie, he, man, he's living his dream out there. You see all that behind the scenes stuff too. Uh, him meeting his um his his, his idols. I don't I don't know their, I don't know his name. Kawada. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought Eddie was really good in this tournament. I think he should have been one of the two to come out of his block selfishly, yep. but okay, whatever. You want to put Finley and Evil, two heels? What the hell, Gato? Eddie should have been one of those, especially he got off to such a hot start, and then he just melted down towards the end. Um, Did he I shit in Gato's bag as well? <laughs> he good. He got a win over Shingo on day one, so automatically. Yeah. That was cool. He did, not, was cool. He, did not, he did not He did not shit in Gato's bag. So. <laughs> Yeah, he had some really good ones with Shingo, Ishii. Uh, I was really hyped for the Hanare one, but that one wasn't all that good to me. Like it, it was, was a too short. Yeah, yeah, I was. I thought that, I thought they were gonna kill each other, but didn't get that. Um, do you see Eddie coming back to do this again, or not? Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. He had yeah. he had a ball, and yeah. the fact that he had Wrestle Kingdom. The fact that he had they had him on commentary, I said the same thing after Speedball was on commentary on Best of Super Juniors. I was like, they like him, they <laughs> like him. I was like, they have more commentary, they like him, so they're gonna they're gonna have that. That's gonna be one of the names they call. So, and he, the fact of how Tony Khan uses him, whether it's AEW or ROH, unless he's Ring of Honor World Champion by next year, I think that it's a good chance he'll be back. In. Mm -hmm. I Did think so. Wrestle Kingdom mm -hmm. or no? Ooh. Wrestle Kingdom, I don't uh, see a slot unless he's strong open weight champion, then he has a chance, but even then it's a long shot still. But mm -hmm. I could see it. I didn't I don't I mean they set up the Hanare in him, but I think they're gonna do that in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did you think about uh Tenzan and Ishii going at it at the end here, J News? And what was your thoughts on either Ishii, Tala, Eddie Kingston's G1? <laughs> Stephen Chambers said something here that I'm gonna I'm gonna make a a point about. It says Tenzon's 52 years old, been around a long time. Remember him back in WCW? I do. He wasn't good back then, and he's not good now. Um, that's one. Two. Rob Van Dam is 52 years old. So put that into a blender and spin it. The way that these wrestlers treat themselves, their bodies, or whatever the hell have you. On one end of the spectrum to the other, or let's just say one hemisphere to the other, is like beyond me. Rob like, I don't Dan, so you're telling me Tenzon should smoke more weed? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> yo, man, oh, for, for all intents and purposes, I'm an RBD mark. I've been my entire freaking life. Uh, that that dude's top five for me. Um, because at the end of the day, from a, and like I said, is it more more of a shape thing than anything else? Like when I'm looking at Tenzon. 
at the G1. I was like, damn, Tenzon lost like 30 pounds. But he's still moving around so stiffly. It's like, what's the point of the weight loss? <laughs> I was like, you're not even moving around better. I was like, it just it, he walks it, it around just like didn't... a robot. Yeah, <laughs> man. I was like, I don't even know what this is. Um, him and Ishii, I, that's unnecessary. I don't need this shit. I really don't. <laughs> just just keep easy, just keep Ishii in a in 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 infused with like guys like Hanare and, and Eddie Kingston. And 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 shit, man. Put put Red Narita in a match against Ishii all the time, and let them go to work at the end of the day, because because he needs that kind of work. Um, yeah, man. I, this tends on shit. Just I don't I don't know what the, what that is. <laughs> uh, yo, to 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 piggyback off of what Sadan was saying, um, the commentary needs to let it go. Stop jinxing yo. At the end of the day, just just just, just stop it. Stop it. Uh. Let, let him enjoy his life going to museums, yeah, exactly. drawing some poop, and he'll get a win. He'll get the big win when he needs to. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like, what are we doing? Oh, so <laughs> what are we doing with at the end of the day? Uh, I still feel like they, we haven't had a proper, like, I might be completely wrong, but I still feel like we haven't had a proper show versus yo feud. Like a real but one. You, I have to give you the same speech. Give it up. <laughs> you, you just did the Intercontinental title thing, which I compared to Hurt Business. Now I'm going to treat you like AEW fans. Stop asking for Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. It ain't happening. We ain't getting yo versus show. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. L the lacklusterness of it all. I just, I just that, that's that's really what it is. The lackluster of it. Is that a word? Yeah. Well, it is not. <laughs> It is now. <laughs> the lackluster of it all. Lacklusterness. Oh, uh, I, I thought this match was uh, pretty good. I thought this was uh, the first like multi-man matchup that was actually good on the show that I would actually give like three stars to. Uh, as well, as far as like like Romeo to piggyback off what Romeo was saying, Eddie Kingston, in my opinion, was the MVP of the C block. Like anytime he was in there, uh, he, he you just wanted to see it. And the I would say him and Ishii is easily top five, top six match of the whole entire tournament. Like those two guys get in the ring and they just give us nothing but bangers and they did war. it again. It's just an absolute war. It's a war of attrition, it's a chop fight, it's a chop battle. Love it every single time. So yeah, Eddie Kingston was the MVP of the tournament. Tanahashi re, uh, rewind the clock back in this tournament, in my opinion. I think he was really looked good throughout the entire tournament. He got some and stem he, cells. That's what he needs. Got some stem cells. Or got, or got a shot in the knee. <laughs> got, that, got that cortisone. Got that cortisone shot in both knees. And he was like, oh, I'm ready to go. Uh, and Ishii, man, what can we say about Ishii? Like every year, another G1, another year where Ishii is probably one of the MVPs of the tournament. This man got a great match out of Mikey Nichols. Mikey Nichols, who me and Sanal was on Ace Techers, and I said I his first match with Hanare is probably the most disgusting match of, that I've ever seen in a G1. I've probably never seen a match, I've never seen a match so sloppy, bro. I've never seen a match so that sloppy so and so unnecessarily dangerous. Like, like I felt Sanal could tell you, I felt angry talking about that matchup again because that was disgusting. Like the head, the headbutts. Mikey uh, Nichols was trying head. too hard to change his style to match Hanari's when the best matches are the ones where you see the distinct style differences. Mm -hmm. There is no way that someone with a head like Mikey Nichols could headbutt Hanari. 
What? Like, why are you gonna try? Why are you gonna try and do that? Like, Shane haste. But you know what's crazy though, Sanal, because we say like their styles didn't match, or he was trying to work uh Hanari style. Hanari style is very similar to Ishii, and Ishii mm-hmm. made it work. He made it work with Mikey. He gave Mikey his best match of the tournament. So, so are we placing? Are we saying that this was like Nicholas' fault, or Hana- or maybe like I'm both oh, I, of them? I, I, I'm saying it's an even balance that they both tried to have a certain kind of matchup. They both tried to have the Ishii Shingo matchup, but right. they're not Shingo and Ishii. Mm. And right. it just came off very disgusting and dangerous, in my opinion. Mm. So, yeah. But Ishii, he was the man in this tournament once again. I want to see him back despite him only having two wins. This Can time. I also give a but, quick shout out before we get, because we know we're going to talk about Alpha Gabai. Shout out to Yoshihashi. His tournament. He had a good tournament. Massively on, and like no one will ever speak about that. But I think when it comes to next year, people say, oh, Yoshihashi shouldn't be in it. No, because he's put on some. Poor Yoshihashi was mainly in the first few matches. Um, but Kai deserves more, man. So I did a little exercise of how I could make this G1 better. Because when we got halfway through, Sanal, I told you, like, I was not feeling it. I was like, what happened to the G1 that I fell in love with? So I did a little exercise of lowering the number of people in this tournament by dropping two people from each block. And from the A block, that was Hikaleo and Chase Owens, obviously. obviously. From B block, it was Tangaloa, and I forgot who the second person was. But it definitely wasn't Yoshiashi. I was Kenta. like, Yoshiashi, Kenta, you're right. It was Kenta. I was like, drop Togaloa and Kenta. But Yoshihashi, he deserves to be here. I was trying to get it back to 20 people. So I had to drop three people from each block. But I realized that I couldn't. Never so drop Yoshihashi. He's what people want. I went to two and I got to 24. I got to 24 people. And I was I eliminated them from the B block. From C block, obviously, it's evil. And um, Mikey Nichols, because it was right after that matchup. So I was like, take both of them out. And then D block, I was like, you could take out Coglin. And I didn't want to take don't out. Don't say Heath. it. Don't say it. No, I didn't want to take out Heath. I didn't want to take him out. Oh, okay, like, no, never mind. I thought you were talking about Toriano. It was like Toriano. Don't take out Toriano. He you has take to be there until he retires. G one legend. <laughs> no, I, I no, I, I always keep, try to keep Yano in because everyone needs a day off. So. And I need a laugh. I need a good laugh. Yeah, I need a good laugh. Uh, we got Bala B who says styles make matches. That is certainly true. We got a we got Big Man Dog says SB3 has a new catchphrase. Absolutely. Uh, Big Man Dog says also I like how they have paired both Moxley and Kingston with a lo- young lion. Good way to get AEW fans invested in them. But which young lion? I, I was like, who's, I was like who's Eddie Kingston? Who's Eddie's? Who's Eddie's young lion? It's a good uh, idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good it's idea, but wins. I didn't really, I didn't really see anybody. I saw him more. He was more connected to Ishii throughout. He's this in love with Ishii. Yeah, yeah he, that, that, that's like it's He's gonna be like Penta. You're not my best friend. Now it's Ishii. Uh, we got. I did see. I, I, unless he's talking about, he saw a picture with Eddie and Shota, but Shota's Moxley's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, uh, Valabi says it would be uh, Mikey's fault simply because he has more tenure, but that general wrestling, that's general wrestling uh, logic. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Valabi says Pickles had a good tournament. Okay. Who's that? I, I have no idea. I was like, who's Yoshi Pickles? Hashi. 
Oh, Yoshiaki. There you go. Uh, Death Stand saying they should have 24 next year. No need for 32. Too much filler. Yeah, do 24, 12 for a block. We just got to be glad though. At least Yujiro wasn't in it this year. Got to take the wins with the losses. This is true. <laughs> next, next, we had another multi-man matchup, eight-man tag team action as TMDK represented by Zack Sabre Jr., Kosei Fujita, Shane Hayes, and Mikey Nichols versus Bolton Olin, uh, Rasuke Taguchi, Yoshihashi, and Hiroki Goto, Bishiman. Uh, this one had some great exchanges between Bolton Olin and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. It looked like Zack Sabre Jr. was like, I'm trying to get something out of this big man. And Bolton Olin looked good and looked different, and it took me a while to figure out. And I said it on the live stream when we were watching, Romeo. This man got knee pads. He got promoted to knee pads. He got <laughs> knee pads, y'all. Uh, so that was Our elbow pads favorite. next? elbow pads next uh but <laughs> bichimon looked like they were on the verge of victory before tmdk were able to isolate uh young Yo uh, young mr yoshi oh no young mr goto and hit them with these with their finisher the elevated ddt one two three tmdk shane hayes and mikey nichols getting a win over bichimon with tank buster this one goes over 10 minutes i gave it three stars as well i thought this was a pretty good match up and TMDK getting the victory to set up them as the next challengers for Bishamon. I am all for it. Romeo. What did you think of the match? What do you think about TMDK being the next challenger for Bishamon? Um, I don't have much to say. Didn't um, uh, Bishamon somebody they lost to somebody else in the tournament where a tag team match can also be uh made the case for War Dogs, right? Didn't one of them beat um. Who? Uh, Goto beat Coughlin? Yeah, Goto beat. No, God, no, Coughlin beat Goto. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so wouldn't that set up one for them too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that sets up a logical like a uh, rematch because th yeah. that's how that's how they won the strong open weight titles was beating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have much to say here. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. was awesome all tournament as usual. I thought he was an easy pick. Easy pick to come out of that block. Um, he's incredible. I don't have much to say here. What did you think, Jay News? What do you think about Bolton Oglin going at it with uh, Zack Sabre Jr., even having a stare down with him over the TV title after the matchup and TMDK getting the win over Bishamon here? They're trying to push the kid, and they're trying to put him in a position where he's going to look better than he has in the last couple of months, uh, and that is good on New Japan. Uh, but outside of that, I've got no love for the kid. I've got no love for this current crop of Young Lions. Outside of Fujita, I got no I was going to say, I was going to say, don't hate on the dudes. Don't hate on the dudes. <laughs> Outside of Fujita, I got no love for the rest of these young lines. Um, you know, they don't give, I, I don't think like, like I think that Oscar Loyabe is going to be fine. Um, it's just like, yeah, I don't see anything in them as of yet outside of Fujita. Do you think uh, it's because, I like, unlike maybe in past years, we've not had the constant, like, one-on-one -on -one opening matches? Because a lot of them have been, like, either dark matches or this, to try and win like meat the and stuff. It, it, may, it, may, it may be that. Um, I think also uh, to to a point that um, that one of the one of our followers stated before about how Gabriel Kidd basically overperformed uh, during the G one. Um, when those guys were when those guys were young lines, they over they overperformed as young lines. Period. Um, and I don't I don't get the sense that we've seen that from this current crop. 
I so, mean, I don't think I, we'll ever see that from Nakashima. No offense. I feel like. Yeah, well, we. I think we're all yeah. in agreement. Nakashima is the it's the dunce cap of this yeah, dojo I, class. Like for 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 those for those who understand ba some baseball terminology, I feel like Nakashima should be DFA'd. Uh, he's one of those guys who just needs to be designated for assignment and released from his team and never to be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's not going to last the full, like, he's definitely not going to last the next scourge. I just feel he doesn't have it. It's like, the, it's uh, like, so, the, so I, big I man dogs, big man dog says, yeah. uh, Kingston and Nakashima yeah, did a promo not. together. Absolutely not. He's going to elevate Nakashima. He's going to elevate Nakashima. Oh my god. Um what was I gonna say? It's like the I don't know, I don't remember the young lion's name, but he was like this 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 OD muscular Japanese wrestler. He was super tan. There you go. Wrestling see because he passed away. Oh, I didn't know that. Early he was really close with Okan and Okan broke kayfabe and everything and did a really deep promo and speaking oh, about because okay. I remember really Yeah, they announced really that. They did like a I didn't, whole I didn't, I, I didn't memorial know that. thing yeah. on a show too. Yeah. Okay. okay. He was a, like he was one of the ones. There was another one as well who reminded me of Sujin. I can't remember his name. But yeah, he had such good like thing. But I think he got injured and then he left the company and then yeah. Okay, that was unfortunate. But I mean, I mean, the the, the, the yeah, man. This this current crop of young lines it hasn't done it for me as of yet. Uh, maybe they'll turn it around. Maybe they maybe they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so, yeah, he's saying that. We also got Vala B who says, Olin it has the has that title match against CSJ because he won the Meats match. So he won the Meats gauntlet match. So now he gets an official shot at the NJPW television championship. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So there you go. Uh, next up, we had another multi-man matchup. This man, this time, 10-man tag team action as the G.O.D., the Gorillas of Destiny, team up officially for the first time. You had Jado, Hikaleo, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and the newest member, El Fantasmo, who was recruited to the, to the group following his amazing matchup against Will Ospreay in the B-Block final. They faced the Bullet Club, the Bullet Club, not the Bullet Club War Dogs, because we have a strictly Bullet Club members in this matchup as well, as you have the War Dogs of Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin, strong openweight tag team champions, teaming up with Chase Owens, Kenta, and never openweight champion David Finley. So this was uh, all about showing kind of the, the uh, cohesiveness of the new G.O.D. team, also previewing Tama Tonga getting another crack at David Finley for the never openweight championship after beating him in the G1 Climax Tournament. You also had Hikaleo and ELP seemingly setting their claim for a shot at the strong openweight tag team titles as they went at it with Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin. In the end, it was Chase Owen who tried for the Lamatis Girl cradle on Tonga Loa, but Tonga Loa was able to reverse it into a net lock. One, two, three, getting the victory for the Gorillas of Destiny. After the matchup, the Bullet Club tried to attack but G.O.D. was able to fight them off, standing tall with them aim taking aim at the Bullet Club's titles. I gave it three and a quarter stars. I like the setup of multiple different feuds uh, after this. And got to start with Sanal. 
Because our GLD stable that we we put into the atmosphere, Gato listens to Ace Techers. Gato watches, he eat, and he listened to us. ELP and GLD. What do you think about that? And what do you think about ELP and Hikaleo maybe going after the strong tag team titles? So yeah, ELP with GLD just works. Like we've been, like I said, we've been manifesting it. Um, Hikaleo and ELP. I don't know how I feel about that. I'd probably even preferred ELP and Tangaloa, just because I feel like even that makes more sense. Maybe because Hikaleo hasn't yet got that tag team experience. So I feel like if you put Hikaleo and ELP in the ring, they're obviously going to lose. But I like that they're <laughs> building something, that they're trying to build a new team and that they are trying to cement a faction on the side of Hontai, because I guess we were saying about some units in Hontai, you kind of got GBH as well with Honma and um, Makabe. Yeah. So it works with that. Um, I said it earlier, I think they need Shota. Because if any anyone watched like the tag mm -hmm. matches before, there was really good chemistry between the GOD guys and ELP. And I know it seems like a thing, but I think that would add another dimension. You've got the because yes, we've got Jado, but you'd have that main Japanese player in it. But I think I think they want to keep Shoto in Hontai because it's easier to just keep him in Hontai kind of without announcing it. And then when John Moxley shows up, he can team up with Moxley and Blackpool Combat like Club that anyone... way. If he joins ZOD, that ends everything with Blackpool Combat Club. But I feel like anything with Hontai, you just sort of lower your status. Like, no, you mm -hmm. no hate Hontai. I love Hontai. I love works for Tanahashi, works for Taguchi, because they are at that age now where they have cemented it. They're not, But Shota, he needs to find an uh, image, we keep saying this, not being a Tanahashi Naito lookalike, and finding a faction with a distinct personality is perfect. Like Suji going to LIJ, it works perfectly. Going to Bullet Club, it works. I mean, if GOD... What if he started Blackpool Combat Club de Hapon? But what... <laughs> But wouldn't this mean he'd have to be healed? Is that serious? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was serious or not, but it was fun. Oh, my God. But I feel like, yeah, apart from that, I'm really excited to see the future of GOD. I see once, once Tama and Finley are done with this never thing, because never title, it's just the never title, I would love to see ELP be at the forefront of the never division, because while he's now heavyweight, I think he could easily be what Shingo was, what Osprey was in that middle section. So if Tama wants to eventually, I assume him and Tangaloa are going to go back to tag action. I hope so, because that's where I think especially Tangaloa thrives. I'd love to see ELP doing that. Um, but yeah, I think it's nice setting up some feud, bringing some fresh blood into the tag division. And let's have a new faction, because I feel like... We need a bit of a shake-up with the factions. And Hontai is getting, a, again, a bit too confusing for me. Mm -hmm. And I did have to ask all, what did you have to say about the barking promo <laughs> from uh, the G.O.D. crew? I mean, dog. it was... It, <laughs> just think, like, I was watching this downstairs and, like, when my parents came in, they just seeing four men just barking. It was bizarre, but I think... <laughs> Again, it works that I think now G.O.D. are baby faces. They can have that fun. They can do that. And with ELP, again, as a baby face and with his humor, it works for them. Anyone else, I'd have said that was a stupid thing to do, but it works. And I was fine with it. 
Uh, Jay News, what do you think about ELP in the Gorillas of Destiny? Do you think it's a good fit? And what do you think about another round of Tamatanga and David Finley? I don't need another round of Tonga and Finley. I just don't. I'm done with that. Give me something different. Um, the G.O.D. aspect of it, I think, is pretty cool. ELP joining G.O.D., G.O.D. becoming their own faction, I think, would be a pretty good thing to have um, outside of Hantai. Um but G.O.D. needs their swagger back, if to, 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 to call it that. Not necessarily the Bullet Club swagger, but just more that self-righteous defiance that they, that they walk around with. Um, and if they need to curse up a storm while walking down to the ring, they can, keep, they can do that as well if they want to. Um, uh, to Sanal's point, uh, Tangaloa needs a tag team. I can't. I can't him as a singles wrestler. I just can't. I can't, man. Um, the entire tournament, it just felt like T-shirt Kenny to a to a lesser degree, to a lesser degree, uh, and it was just, yeah, <laughs> I, I, not 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 a fan, not a. There fan. was one match where the crowd wanted him to take his shirt off. Uh, yeah, ELP, no, the ELP right. match. ELP match. E ELP refused to wrestle him unless he took his shirt. Yeah, his shirt off. Right. That was actually a good match. I actually liked that one. It was decent, right, but it no nah, man, I. I he, I'm not sold well, on the. Could it could be because he's just come back from injury, and this was his it, first it, match. It could definitely be yeah. that. It could definitely be that last the the, the last G one he was in. I thought he did. Um, he had a much better showing, um, but like this this just wasn't it. Um, and and they, they need this. They need to do something about his gear. What the hell was that? What was that? I was. <sighs> It's not the impact of Tama. Tama's gear is so bold and so bright. Yeah. I feel like Tangaloa gets lost in the background. It was like the fatigues with the cargoes and the combat boots and the and the baggy shirts. It was like, the fuck, man? What are you doing to me right now? And I was like, anyways, but um, no, nah, I, th I think that the God as a fashion works works well. I don't know what they're gonna do with Shooter, man. Like legit, as we all, a big fan. Uh, but it's like, what? Where are they? Where is he gonna go? How is he identifying? It, he's he, he's he can't be the Tana clone, the, the Tana Naito clone anymore. Uh, he doesn't fit into the Blackpool Combat Club, even though he is Moxley's son. It just, it just I think it, he does it, actually. When he gets I aggressive, don't. he does. He does. He fits it for me. I don't think so. He, he uh, just that match of that, what was it, Forbidden Door? He just he, mm -hmm. he, he didn't get to spotlight himself at all. Like he just no, he was suicide. He, he didn't fit in, man. But that it, was also it was just, a 10 man tag. Yeah. He fit in. But, very, but, he, very, but, he fit in. He Tekesha fit in like a shined. glove during Dominion. He Tekesha fit in like shined, a glove because Takeshna actually had spots, uh, you know, ice uh, isolated for him. He went at it with Ishii. All all hmm. Shooter had in that matchup was a little exchange with Hangman in the opening portion of the matchup. They didn't he give was, him. They didn't give him the opportunity to shine. When they did he, give him the opportunity to shine with Moxley and Claudio versus Ishii, Tanahashi, and Okada, he was arguably the MVP of that matchup. He doesn't fit the BCC violence. Not not when they're heels. He just he does. He doesn't. He doesn't. But you know, uh, I'm I, at the end of the day, maybe maybe an attitude adjustment with with this whole God thing. Maybe maybe who knows. But uh, yeah, that, that that's my thoughts on it. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of comments here. Dustin saying, uh, "Not gonna lie, wished EOP had made his own faction, not than just God." EOP is not elevated to that point yeah. where it would have been it would have been necessary for him to start his own faction. Look at the people I, that have started that have started their own factions in New Japan. 
Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay was a three-time IWGP junior heavyweight champion, former never openweight champion, and was in line to be in the main event scene before he even got a stable in New Japan Pro Wrestling. EOP has not even won a single title in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So tempering expectations is the key here. No, he should not have his own faction. Not yet. But I do want to say, like, he has this crowd in the palm of his hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. He's ridiculously over I don't want to see him in a tag team. He needs to be on his, like, in singles. He should be the guy that dethrones uh, Finley. 100%. He should take the title from him. I don't think so. He should be. I think it's Shingo. I think it's Shingo. Missed a chance by moving to heavyweight. I think it's Shingo. I think it's Shingo, and then EOP can beat Shingo. I think EOP beating Shingo for that title. That would no. I think there's more heat if EOP beats Finley. Beat his daddy. He gets to beat his daddy for the title. There's like only like two times in this tournament where like the crowd like went against Osprey. That was like with Naito and ELP. Mm-hmm. No, I That's... think with the Naito match, it was quite split. Like it was until the end. Until the end. Until the end. Until the end, yeah. end they were 100 percent on Naito. Speaking of Osprey, we had another multi-man matchup, and by far this was the best one. Eight-man tag team action. It was Los Inganables de Hapons, Bushi, Hiromu Takahashi, Yota Suji. My twin. Suji. My twin. <laughs> yes. Isanal's <laughs> twin, Hiromu Takahashi, Yota Suji, and Shingo Takagi versus United Empires, Hanare, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Will Ospreay. Uh, to open the matchup, Will Ospreay introduced formally to the crowd the IWGP UK Championship that yep, he introduced we're taking during, over. We're taking over New Japan now. <laughs> that he introduced during the post-match press conference on the night prior for the semifinals. He introduced the brand new title that was commissioned here. And this match just had so many great exchanges, whether it's Osprey being back in the wing, in the ring with Romo Takahashi, Jeff Cobb mixing it up with Shingo Takagi. Yeah, United Empire doing their thing, doing their little pose when Okan sits on Hiromu's head. You had Okan have, uh, taking care of one of his fetishes by licking <laughs> Shingo Takagi at one point and stopping him from saying that Sorry, it's time. Sorry, when you just said that, SP3, that was the most random thing. He's taking care of one of his fetishes. Exactly. Shingo. I mean, uh, Shingo's one of his finishes. Uh, they, then you had uh, Shingo going at it with her Will Ospreay. I think commentary did a superb job of hyping up the Shingo-Ospreay matchup for Red Pro's 11th anniversary next, uh, in a week from this Saturday. I am so excited but for that. In the end, the highlight, the spotlight of this goddamn matchup was fucking Suji going at it with Will Ospreay and my lord. Did they give us a great preview to what's going to be an amazing IWGP UK Championship matchup? And I say that because Yoda Suji, the Suji shot, it happened just two months later as he went out here and got the win for LIJ with the Gene Blaster, his version of the spear hitting two of them on Will Ospreay and pinning the IWGP UK champion. One, two, three. This match going 10 minutes, 50 seconds, just under 11 minutes. And then after the matchup, uh, Suji picking up the UK title, raising it in the air, and then giving it back to Ospreay, letting him know he's coming for the gold. Love that. And then while all of that was happening, 
Eddie Kingston decided he was going to get revenge because Hanare laid out Kingston on the night prior on the semifinals. So Kingston came out of nowhere while United Empire was distracted and attacked Hanare. And don't think that all the fetish satisfying was over here because Great Okan went and got, went after his fetish some more and attacked, pounded out Shingo Takagi backstage in the press conference post-match. What do you think about all these rivalries kind of set up here? Uh, Romeo, I know you watched the matchup. What did you think about this eight-man tag, the Suji and Osprey interaction here at the end to set up the UK title match? Yeah, I like a lot of these setups. Uh, mostly excited, obviously, for Yoda Suji and Will Osprey. That is going to be incredible. I don't think I don't have I don't think I see Suji winning, but just being in the ring with Osprey, that's going to be an incredible match. Um, like I said earlier, he's my favorite of the uh, the three Musketeers. He's probably top five favorite New Japan wrestler right now for me. He just has it all. Um, I want to shout out to Hanare. Um, I, I I could see it with him. I could, I could see the he had he had a good tournament. He had, you know when he got in there with uh, the big hosses, he delivered except for the Eddie match for whatever reason. But um, and his new look is like, what did you guys think of his new look? Like as soon as he came out with that tattoo. Immediate, immediate upgrade. An immediate <laughs> upgrade. As soon as he came yeah. out with it, I was like, "Yeah, this this makes you stand out way more." Yeah, way more. I made, yeah. I made the I made the comment to AOW when when the when he came out for his first match, and I was like, "It just it just gives him a, a very unique presence in the ring now." Um, so, you know, doing it for the culture, obviously, that that is not easy. Like, if you see, no longer gentrified. Oh no! Obviously, not. <laughs> <laughs> um, doing it for the culture. Uh, that 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 tattoo and the way it's done ceremonially is painful to watch. Mm. Um, so, I think they kept referring to it how Hanari said, like he's he's taken bumps, he's done this, but that mm -hmm. tattoo was one of the most painful things ever. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like I said, very unique look, um, very hardcore thing to do. To your face at the end of the day uh like i said for the culture but that i mean it it, it put, put a new life and a new spin on nari so yeah i think that that worked for him uh well going into the future um i feel i don't know why yeah. i feel this way uh but i feel like will osprey is 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 doing the deeds on his way out right now um i think so and uh, not to say, look, not to say that that the Yoda Suji match is gonna he's, he's gonna lose it, but it's like you know him taking the pin here, um, uh, Yoda getting that shot. Uh, I don't know where he's gonna be positioned for Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. This doesn't feel very good. Um, I don't know. Well, I, would, I don't agree with this, but everything that Osprey ever puts on social media is always his excitement to come back to the UK. I feel like he could never move his life from the UK. And that is the big thing with AEW and WWE, which is why I think at the moment, and especially with how over he is in Japan. Not really a big thing with AEW. AEW yeah. It's not a big thing with AEW. Because I have, like I have one word, I have one word, three letters, one syllable e to tell you. That's the Yep, it's Pac. <laughs> Pac is, is, is he lives all the time in the UK, and then they randomly have to make up injuries for him because he doesn't want to come back to the US. That's right. So I don't think that's Pac's, an issue. Pac spends a lot of his time at St. James Park 
rooting for his Maggies. So <laughs> at the end of the day, that's where he's at. So it is what it is. But yeah, no, I, I agree with SP3. I think that if if Will decides to go either or way, AEW would probably be his, his, his strength, him not having to be in America, live there and stuff like that. And uh, he could join Ozzy Open. He could right, right. He could join Ozzy Open. Uh, maybe bring the misses with him. Add her to the to the female to the female foray at the end of the day because she's a pretty good wrestler herself. So uh, maybe that'll work. But at the end of the day, you know, we'll, we'll see. I just think it just feels that way. I'm not saying that it is. Don't that manifest way. It feels anything. That way. Yeah. Please don't. Okay, people manifest that I lost Jay White. I can't lose Will Ospreay as well. I can't lose them both. Oh, I love the UK title too. To be to be fair, Sonal, last time he was this confident about saying something uh-huh. like this, he said Kia Mia was gonna press Okada in the G1. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> Sonal, what did you think about Will Osprey and Fuji going out of here and setting up for the UK title match? Yeah, re- that was like a massive shock, but I'm it makes sense as this morning New Japan announced the Royal Quest 3 show. Mm. And I feel, and that is in October, and whether I'm going, I'm not sure yet, but... Gotta go. The, my dad's birthday. Oh. He'll understand. We're, we're working on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. But, um, obviously, Osprey's the United Kingdom Championship. Uh, Suji had his excursion here. I feel like, rather than Jane uses, it's getting ready to push Osprey out. I think they wanted to find the perfect person to face him in a UK show. And what, who is better than having one of the faces of UK wrestling against someone who s- spent some of their time learning in the UK? Like, the UK mm. crowd loves Suji. Yeah. The only other option would be maybe, like, an Osprey versus Zack Sabre Jr., but I feel like they're not going to do that for a while. Like, yeah. I feel like they ran or, that or years ago. Osprey versus Kid. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I, I want... I, 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 I feel like that's that not match. yet. No, I know. no, no, not yet. Tag team yet. stuff, like... Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, but down the but I feel like that's why the Suji pin over Ospreys come at the right time. Sure. Because he's so got. So you think they're going to wait till Royal Quest for this matchup? Yeah, because he's got Shingo at the end of the month. He's got other people to face as well. Tangaloa beat him. Who was Count out. Well, yeah, who was the other witness? He owes him for that. Uh, he owes tai, him. Tai Chi. Tai, uh, tai, so, yeah. tai, chi. tai Chi will probably be the, Actually, the Japan defense. And then he does no, Suji no, at Royal Quest. Suji in um, Japan bring Tai Chi to the UK. Oh, come on. No, it makes more sense for Suji. You're just, you're just saying that you're selfish. You're thinking about herself. I have not seen Tai Chi <laughs> wrestle since 2018 and my first New Japan show when it was mixed with Rev Pro in an altering ice rink. I need to see the Holy Emperor again. <laughs> tai Chi will probably get a shot at Destruction and then uh, Suji at, at Royal Quest. I can Royal Quest, yeah, more than likely. <laughs> and then and then you get your wish in the World Tag League. You got to keep your fingers crossed of the Suji Shingo tag team. So yes. We've been saying manifesting this since he joined it because it just the Naito Shingo one didn't really have the right connection. Now, Naito's we assume Naito's gonna be busy uh, that he's not losing this yeah. uh, trophy to Cobb, so that would be perfect. And then I guess we've got that Super is... Junior Tag League as well because Bu- Bushi didn't get the pin. Nope, Shingo nope. Suji, that is that is nasty. Yo, that is that's nasty. like that. Yo, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I've been all thumbs up for that tag team since Sanal suggested it. 
I mean, like, and yeah, I, I yeah, but I want to see what you face, win. I want to see those two face Bishamon. I genuinely win. feel That's that would cool. be a very good match. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, because cool. we got we got destruction on Sunday, September twenty fourth. Then we got uh, there's Road to Destruction, and then there is Destruction in Ria Goku on October 9th. Uh, then you got Beku, is it, no? huh? Is there a Destruction in Beku this year? No, Destruction in Kobe on the twenty on September twenty fourth. Destruction in uh, Ria Goku on October 9th. Then we got Royal Quest. Royal Quest. Royal Quest on the fourteenth. Fighting Spirit Unleashed on the 28th in Las Vegas. And that's the last advertised event for New Japan. After uh, that, I assume it's Tag League and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> after that, it, presumably it would be Tag League. We would get one more. It usually would be Power Struggle. Last year it was Battle Autumn. So we probably get one more big show in November before Tag League. Maybe we so, get another one of the crossover shows? Hopefully, but okay. I'm not gonna hold my breath. Uh, oh, wait, but what do you what do you think about Kingston and Hanare? We're all saying Las Vegas for that uh, in October. Yeah, fighting student on Lage. And mm-hmm. then what about Okan and Shingo? Probably destruction. Destruction. Yeah. I could say that destruction mm-hmm. in Kobe or something like that. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I was gonna, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask because 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 uh because somebody put it in in the chat earlier, um about the what did Oscar have to say about stardom. I, I ignored those comments because I don't okay. know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I don't, no, there, there was some somebody said that Oscar had something to, to say about stardom, and I don't know what, what was said. So I guess if nobody All knows I've seen knows. is that something apparently like it's just been a long time that Oscar is not a huge fan of Joshi wrestling. This even that's what I read the, somewhere. Even like, the, you know, like the, the old original? promotions. Her beef oh. was more with the, the Japanese media. Mm. I think she okay. made some comments about Joshi wrestling, and the media like blacklisted her or something. Yeah, the comments she made like ages ago. Uh, I see here it says Oscar says stardom was created to defeat her, but they failed. Interesting. She said, she said in a series of tweets, this is what she said, because J News didn't want to stick on the G1, he wanted to ask this question, so I had to look it up. Uh, I don't flatter anyone. Even in Japan, the media hated me because I don't flatter the media. In Japan, everyone was flirting with the media except me. I fought the media alone to take care of my fans. That's why some of the Japanese media still hate me. That's why I've always been a freelancer. And everyone in Japan knows I am anti-Joshi pro. Always. Then she said, the former editor-in-chief of Pro Wrestling Weekly has made this point on several occasions. That is, Stardom is an organization that was created to defeat me. It is an organization that was created to destroy me personally. But they they failed to defeat me. I don't know what happened to them after that because I came to America. The media could not bring me down when I came to America. They must have really wanted me to fail. I am used to it. Because I have been fighting my critics alone since my days in Japan. But now that I am here, I have comrades uh, in arms, Charlotte, Becky, Triple H. And I've walked alone in the wilderness all my life. And here I have an oasis. To the Asuka aunties, I say, beat me up on the internet all you want. I grab everything. When I became champion, 
One media outlet asks wrestling fans, do you think it is good enough to be a champion? Do you think it's it deserves to be champion? Compare me to other people. Do you think my abilities are inferior? Can you believe that? I I was always fighting that media all by myself. Interesting. Jesus I think there was a lot of talk in the comments about how like Asuka, her training was a lot with the male wrestlers yes, rather than like going through the Joshi systems Process, like yeah. he, like Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling and Stardom. So she almost had that like not internal like thing, but for her, it was always her versus Joshi. Like mm. Joshi wasn't her style. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to know because I, I brought the crossover. I brought up the crossover event being obviously that Stardom New Japan or whatever cases, and you know she she's a derivative of that, never of it. But like it's like you know if it wasn't for her, there wouldn't have never been. You know what I'm saying? So um, okay, cool. So now I am abreast of what the hell happened there. <laughs> and when you were referring to Will Osprey's girlfriend earlier, you were referring to his current girlfriend, right? Not Alex Winter, correct, Alex. Oh, okay. Yes, I was because yes, yeah, I, I put some people confusing <laughs> that you yes. thought they were you were talking. I was like, no, I was no, like, no, I'm pretty sure he knows yeah. that they broke up like three years. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say that's like a, that's like a long story. That's like in the past now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, no. Alex, I, I think who is Alex, Alex Windsor. Who? She's a she's a she really is good really good wrestler. Yeah. Uh, if she, is she, she still was Red Pro Pro's women's champion, she was. Oh, gotcha. I don't know if she, she is anymore. I can't remember, but I've seen her so many times. She's probably going to mm -hmm. be. I assume she's going to be at the show at the end of the month. And she was a Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, international mm -hmm. champion as well. Yeah, she so. was. She, she I think was, I saw was... her with that belt because I remember getting yeah. really excited that I saw a Tokyo Joshi belt live. I was like, oh my god, this. Is yeah, she's the one that uh, dethroned Maki Ito, who set the mm -hmm. record for the title. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of people talking about the Oscar. We got Bala B says she took shots at the. Uh, the stardom it's not about stardom today, today. Uh, she took right. shots at the formation of stardom mm -hmm. not the yeah. stardom of today it's still starting yes. bro. you could try you could try to you could try to Spin go it. around the block to cross <laughs> the street or you could just cross the street she talking shit about uh, sorry like yeah. come on let's be real right, right, right. <laughs> i think she complimented uh like two of the stardom the wrestlers I think the only reason she's talking shit about it is because people are shitting on her wwe woman's title title ring i would imagine yeah Usually how that works for wrestlers. But our final multi-man matchup on the G1 Climax 33 final show was House of, Torture. Show. House of Torture versus Just Five Guys. The oh, Doki joy. The Doki, oh. Show. the Doki Show. The Doki Show. Oh, joy. Eight-man tag team action. House of Torture versus just five guys it's sonata doki yoshinabu katamaru and tai chi versus dick togo show usual takahashi and evil evil and sonata going at it on the outside after evil defeated sonata in the quarterfinals you had a uh, show actually uh taking doing more of the house of short torture uh shenanigans using a wrench to blast tai chi with it then picking him up and actually hitting the shock arrow and one, two, three. Show gets the win and gets the pin over the King of Pro Wrestling champion. This match going 10 minutes, 24 seconds. After the matchup, House of Torture continued their attack with Show laying down Tai Chi with the KOPW championship. While the rest of House of Torture tied the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Sonata to the ropes by his hand hanging him there as Evil officially challenged and said he was going to take the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. 
This match was a match. Romeo, what did you think about the match? And what do this you think match about- was also a match. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Evil getting a shot at Sonata? Um, obviously, it's not the most exciting thing, but I understand Sonata needs something to do. Uh, I feel like Evil kind of lost a lot when he just Okada overcame all the shenanigans. Like Okada just he did what Sonata's supposed to do now, so Sonata has to follow what Okada did. Um. It's just, you know, it's just going through the motions here. Sonata Evil, whatever. Let's go. What do you think, J News? They still can't they still can't get over the fact they used to be teams, a uh, team together. <laughs> but yeah, J News, what do you think about Sonata and Evil as the next world title? <laughs> so <laughs> I'll I'll say this. The the first thing I saw on social media, maybe yesterday morning, was a picture with of, of Evil. With the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship on his on his shoulder, right? It was the first thing I saw, and I said to myself, "Wait a minute, Sonata didn't have any matches. Did, uh. Do we have another belt ceiling gimmick thing going on here?" Obviously, that's what happened, right? This should have been a blood feud, and it never got to be there, and it's not there. At the end of the day, so Sonata is going to go up against Evil. Is it is it going to be a hair versus title match? Is this, is this, is this the juxtaposition? I mean, you know what? He's been saying this whole tournament. If he gets a loss, he's going to shave his hair. He got several losses. His hair still intact. <laughs> no, he said if he didn't make the playoffs of the G one. No, no, he, he literally was... started. He said even if I lose one match, I know, I know, he ran it back. He ran it back. He, he says if I don't make the playoffs, he said it. He needs to get rid of it now. Listen, he said if I don't at, make the playoffs, I'm cutting my hair. At, at the end of the day. It's like I said before, if this doesn't turn uh, Sonata up another notch, right, uh, then they're failing the story of it all, right? Um, so much to Romeo, what Romeo was saying, it's it's going to be Sonata versus Evil. Um, hopefully they get decent character work out of this, maybe a little bit more violent during their match, um, just for the sake of having something different happen. Um, but Sonata should be able to overcome and beat Evil because Evil hitting a freaking STO on Sonata to get a win to me is still the the the, the most blasphemous thing I've seen in the last 24 hours. <laughs> so that, that that to me uh needs to be recouped somehow, some way. No Volibee, no Volibee. Evil was <laughs> never a good singles guy. He was a singles guy that had good matches against great wrestlers. That's no, no, the difference. Good, so he had a good gimmick, but like King of Darkness, he was like my spirit animal. I feel like that whole King of Darkness in LIJ masked his inner, like his madness, along with what SP3 said is all the people managed to have good matches with him. Yeah, like if you if you could tell me one evil match that he that was great that didn't have Katsuka Okada. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kota Obushi. If it, if he didn't have one of those guys across the ring from him, name that name that great Sonata, a great evil match. I, you're not gonna be able to name it because he never had a match outside of against those guys. He's not a good singles guy. So some somebody said it in the freaking live chat where they were like when when Sonata kicked out of everything is evil the day after he beat Sonata or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What is this? <laughs> why you kick out of it now, homie? Like, why you kick out of it now? <laughs> this is crazy. Jeez. Anyways, they need to write this wrong. That's all I'm saying. 
they need to write this wrong for Sonata. Because at the end of the day, I don't give a shit what anyone in Japan has to say. Oh, this hasn't been a good run, this, that, and the third. It's better than Evil's run. Fuck that. So it's, like, it's better than Evil's run. Shit, evil. Luis is better than Evil. Oh, man. Oh man, what wait, what is this? Are you are you trying to tell me the Jericho match is your answer? The Jericho match? Oh no, no, no. I don't even remember that one. You're watching the same thing. Yeah, it, was, it was it was good. It was good, but Jericho. not great. I mean, it was good. I'll give you that. It was good. But that was when Jericho in 2018. That was like 50 5400 burritos ago. That was when he when Jericho was good. Oh, man. Stop it. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> but yes, uh, any other comments on Sonata and Evil before we move on? Uh, no. Can we talk about Sho and Taichi? Yeah, you want, you're happy about Sho getting a shot at the KOPW yeah. title? Asked me three years ago when he was Rapongi 3K, the gold standard of professional wrestling show, if he was facing Taichi, I'd be over the moon. Telling me how to torture shows facing Taichi for this title. No. As the world's biggest Tai Chi fan and a hater of show right now, it's the worst possible thing that that could have happened. They have done Rapongi 3K a disservice since their split. They I just wear have... my Rapongi 3K t-shirt. Like pretty much whenever <laughs> it comes out of the wash, it is it gets worn again because I am still in the denial era <laughs> that Rapongi 3K is not a thing. I have or I remember literally like a few weeks before they split up i started a new rapongi 3k drawing and literally it never got finished <laughs> that's hilarious thing. i didn't finish it can i can i ask y'all all a question about um sonata um hmm? it sounds like they're all in agreement that evil shouldn't have beaten him who who should have beaten him in the Kiyomiya. playoffs Kiyomiya. Kiyomiya. Shingo. Not he wouldn't face him in the playoffs. Oh, okay. oh that's true. Uh, Shingo. It should have been Shingo. Shingo should have beat Evil, yeah, and then yeah. Shingo mm -hmm. beats Sonata. Yeah, yeah. And then it would have yeah. been nice that obviously Shingo would have lost, but then it would have led to Naito. So we've closed the entire story for entire yeah. Lij. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then he could say, story. "I only have, I only have one other, one last uh, singles member of Lij to beat while I'm champion. I've beaten Suji. Yeah. I've beaten Hiromu. I've beaten heavyweight." Course, yeah. not you know what? Don't come bushy. And he's beating them plenty of time in tag matches, if you <laughs> notice. <laughs> but yeah, he's beating every single member except for uh Shingo. So Shingo helped the, the story, story overall. Yeah, yeah. Bushi for Wrestle Kingdom main event. Wow, that is that is quite the campaign. <laughs> and I totally, I totally got Sonata beating Kiyomiya. That's basically yeah. New Japan saying. Our Kenji Muda guy is better than your Kenji Muda guy. Which sure. he had three seconds left, though. It was a good and, match, and, though. And, and if you heard Dave Meltzer, it went over. They over fixed the, the time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah because they did. If, you were, if you remember how Sonata got the pin, he didn't just get the pin. He had to put down Kiyomiya. That extra second or two went over. So the match ended at 20, 20 minutes, one second. Robbed. Kaito robbed. <laughs> Kaito got robbed. Yes, Kaito should have got a draw instead of instead of a loss. Uh, we have here uh, Big Man Dogs. He says I have a soft spot for heels like Evil with go away heat. No, no, 
No, doesn't need it. It's people like you that that led to that title shot. No. <laughs> I was it's people like, with soft spots for evil. God, it's, it's, not even, it's not even revisionist history. Like I, I wanted something different at that point in time when it was happening during the freaking uh, COVID era. But then what it turned into was like, what the fuck was this? <laughs> that made us all be like, go back to what, go back to what you were doing. Go back. Exactly. Let's get another Tanahashi rain, please. <laughs> I'll take another Tanahashi over seeing evil again. Uh, but uh, I'll ask you, Romeo, since you asked us that question. What? Do you, how would you grade Sonata's G one overall? Like A A through F. How would you grade it? A. I'd give him an A. Mm -hmm. Um, especially when it was in there with the young talent. He he made them all look good. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I give him an A. And he went undefeated. <laughs> yeah, he did his job. Uh, I yeah. was gonna say like B plus A minus because I was like yeah. he he did a good job with everybody in in the block usually giving them a good matchup and then you know going undefeated that that helped his credibility as champion so so much that's why I think that why people are upset about the evil loss because it kind of felt like you did all this work to build him up and make him feel like champion and then had him lose to the worst to possible evil. person yeah, exactly. you could have right. had him lose to right. Did he legit get injured with his arm and shoulder? I, yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. been confirmed. Yes. So hopefully he's gonna be all right, but hopefully I don't I don't know. But uh, yeah, Dustin agrees with me. He says Shingo versus Sonata is more exciting than Evil versus Sonata one thousand one hundred percent. It would have made that quarterfinal night so much better because we would have yeah. got a third great match because mm -hmm. the quarterfinals basically was two. Two matches that I wasn't really interested in, and then two matches that were absolute bangers. Mm -hmm. Like Naito oh, and Nikoleo. Naito and Nikoleo actually overseeded my expectations because I did I did think that was good. But Evil and Sonata was exactly what I thought it would be. A bad match, and it was. Wasn't there like two scenarios and in, in, uh, towards the end of the G1 where there could have been like an additional match at the end of the card? I think one even like they said like a triple threat match it was a possible possibility. Yeah, I think I think if um if if Shingo had if Shingo had beaten Evil he would have had to face Tama at the end yeah. of the C block night. And I think if if Shooter would have beaten Hikaleo he would have had to have a playoff with Kiyomiya. Hmm. And I was like. Man, they didn't take advantage of that. <laughs> Just do it. That would have been fun. That would have added more drama. I was like, oh man, the word. And that's why I wanted Shingo to win and then Shingo versus Tama. That's yeah. what I wanted. That would have been fun. Damn shit. What a waste. Big Man Dog <laughs> says, imagine if Evil won the G1 and finished the story, Ed. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. We don't got to read every comment. <laughs> Next, we have finally the main event. Uh, sound, last call for Super Chat donations in the live chat as we talk about this main event matchup, the one we've been waiting for, the G1 Climax 33 Finals. Tensuya Naito, three-time winner, winner of 2013-2017 uh, winner. Well, two-time winner coming into this match. 2013-2017 Okada a four-time winner coming into this matchup. Winner in 2000, uh, no, yeah, two, yeah, four-time winner. 2012, 2014, 2021, and 2020. 
2022. This longtime rivalry, they kind of the the, the premier rivalry of New Japan of the past decade. And the story was simple here. Naito was going after the neck of Okada, then the weak spot of Okada, and to set up for the Destino, while Okada just basically was trying to hit one of his big shots on, on Naito throughout this matchup, softening him up, having the risk control, and looking for the Rainmaker at various points in the matchup. Uh, Naito would use some of his speed at various points and working over the neck, uh, working over him, you know, dropping him on his neck on the floor, dropping him on his neck on the guardrail. Okada would come back with that DDT, which he absolutely loved in this G1 tournament. Uh, this was just basically a war of, of attrition going over 30 minutes, 34 minutes, 18 seconds. The finishing sequence was just top notch. From, from the final like 10 minutes of this matchup. The various reversals, whether it's Okada reversing a Destino into, into Cobra Flosion, or whether it was Naito reversing Cobra Flosion into Destino, getting a near fall at one point, and then finally putting Okada away with one final Destino. One, two, three. Tensuya Naito finishes the story. And he wins the G1 Climax 33 tournament after looking like he was not going to make it at some points of this tournament, dropping his first his uh, first uh, matchup of the tournament and coming back and beating Tadahashi, Osprey, and Okada in the, his last four matches. Man, that is how you put over a number one contender for your top title, Tensuya Naito getting the huge celebration in front of this sold-out crowd in Rio Goku, who were going crazy for him. LIJ coming out to celebrate with, with him as he did the final roll call to all the LIJ members. And then the cherry on top is that Naito is not done this year because he has to defend his title shot. And the first challenger stepped up in the post-match press conference as Jeff Cobb stepped up to Tensuya Naito, reminding him of his loss in the first matchup of the G1 Climax Tournament and challenging him for the title shot coming up. So whether that's at Destruction or later on this year, Naito's got Cobb to deal with, but this matchup with Okada was vintage of these two. These two have amazing chemistry together, and I would say this is the second best match they've ever had. I would say it's right up there with Wrestle Kingdom 12, with Wrestle Kingdom 14, and this one right here. Those are the top three matches from these two. I give it five stars. Naito closing out the G1 with two back-to-back -back five star matches is what it's all about. I'm so glad for Tensuya Naito. And we were right. We all predicted Naito to win, and Naito celebrated at the end. Sanal, what did you think about this final matchup with Okada? And what do you think about Naito getting a win to go to Wrestle Kingdom? I've been watching New Japan since 2018. I have made predictions for every tournament, every singles, every tag tournament. I have never got a prediction right until <laughs> now. So this Naito win had a very special place in my heart because in the one end, I wanted him to win because I wanted Naito to win. But two, I wanted Naito to win because I said I wanted Naito to win. And so this entire tournament, it was the biggest 
middle finger to uh, that one person on Reddit <laughs> who compared Naito to Tanahashi. And I'm still going to bring that person up. Because how dare you when he puts up apologize. an amazing match against Osprey, an amazing match against Okada within like a few days after being concussed. Yes, Tetsu Naito still has what it takes to be at the top of the company. Indeed. He that's, proved that's that here. He proved that here. Uh, Dustin saying they don't have a top heel anymore. Talking about uh, uh, New Japan. David Finley is a much better heel than Evil. Regardless of what the two people at the bottom of the screen say about him, he's much better and can give us much better matches than no, Evil. I agree so with he, that. He's a bigger heel. He's the top I, heel. I, I, I don't disagree with that point. With your point, I don't disagree. All I'm saying is, is that him as a leader of a faction just isn't viable. That's all I'm saying. Also, I'm going to put out something. So, you know, my general grievances with Finley has not been himself. This, I'm, I'm watching the post-match comments and I'm bringing this back because going into the post-match comments, every time he'd be like, where is my chair? Why is there not a chair here? I'm sorry. Jay White did that stick literally as soon as he became the Bullet Club leader. I, that's why he's doing it. Well, you didn't get that? That's the point. That's, that's the point. where it's going wrong. Why no, is that's he, the, I actually like why that. Why is he copying the man he kicked out who is still going under the but bullet? The first time he said it, the first time he said it, he literally looks right into the camera with a grin on his face. Like he said it, he said it as a tongue-in-cheek thing, as a shot towards Jay White. I, I honestly, I honestly saw the criticism both of y'all gave to David Finley. But I would say in this G1, he stopped feeling like a guy playing a role, and he seemed like a guy that's getting more comfortable in the role. I mean, I I, I think he's definitely, like, upped his game in this G1. But I, I, st- I, st- I know you've said that it was intentional. This I just need to see David Finley. I need to see who, not, like, caricatures of everything and, like, using other, like, past leaders to put an image forward he needs to create this own image of himself to be really respected as a bullet club leader i just want to know sanal did you have that same energy when jay white called himself the real rock and roller yeah i mean i criticized jay with that as well because obviously okay. I'm just, as long as you keep the same energy i can't i can't yeah. say you saying anything wrong i follow jay from obviously as a baby face and even even his first few months as the Bullet Club leader, I wasn't a fan of because I almost thought he was trying to turn the gimmick too much too quickly, trying to take on like different parts and obviously his past with Prince Devitt. So don't get me wrong. I had criticisms over Jay White in his first few months as Bullet Club leader. So it's not just me hating. It's just generally my feeling that to become a leader, you need to be your own person and just completely you need to completely be your own person to get people to respect you that's fair uh dustin saying love okada but naito needed this win more you also got sleeping angel says this was a great match i'm so happy for him talking about naito annika saying what's with the hat naito yo stop being a casual fan get out of here get out of here Naito's been wearing this hat for seven years. Don't do that. Seven years. Why are we asking about that now? It's one of Bushi's biggest jobs. Is his hat? Is the hat? That's what Bushi is here for. He's the hat catcher. Anyway, she's learning. She's learning. She's learning. Don't treat anything like that. She's learning. God, go sit in the corner. 
Who's sitting in the corner asking dumb questions? Uh, Jay News, go ahead. What did you think about this matchup? Um, as I was watching it right before we went on air, almost or over two hours ago, uh, I was jumping yeah, out fresh of my thoughts. seat. Uh, fresh thoughts. Uh, I was jumping out of my seat. I was counting with the referee. I was uh, after the match was over. I was I was I was uh I was mimicking the roll call because <laughs> the love for Naito is real. Uh this story, this story must end. This story must be made whole at a Wrestle Kingdom 18. Um, which is where I said, and I will continue to say that Sonata will lose his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, and Naito will have his moment. The roll call will be yelled out at the Tokyo Dome. And I'll even go uh, what? Say again? Sonata wins. No, 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 no. I don't. You're, you're like you can't possibly lose either way, right? Because you want to see Naito win, but exactly. well, Sonata wins. Like, oh, I'm, okay, I'm, whatever. I mean, it's not a win. It's, it's something different. But at the end of the day, I feel like I, I feel like, like this is where the this is where the story. And not that it ends, but at the end of the day, this is the bookend part of the stories. Naito gets his, his gets his Tokyo Dome moment, and I feel even if it's just for that particular moment, the salute will be given. One last time, Lij fist bump to end it all. Sonata walks away. Damn, it goes. That'd be it goes incredible that, it goes, visual. It goes, it goes that there. would be that would be dope <laughs> to end the show. That would that be would like be. Uh, WrestleMania twenty. Nah, I'm not gonna say. It would be it would be uh, SummerSlam 1992. It would be the Brett yeah. and Bulldog Brent, embracing Bulldog. after after the loss. Um, More than complaints so, about that, because <laughs> triple, triple, triple H didn't 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 come up and hug Chris Benoit yeah, after the loss. Like, Absolutely not. That's oh, wow. yeah. said it anyway. So, oh but um, <laughs> that would that that's my that's my moment in my head. If it doesn't go down that way, it doesn't go down that way. But that well, that's that's my dream scenario at the end of the day for Naito. Uh, did you shed a tear? Uh, probably. What did you think tier. about the match though? Thug Naito and Okada. <laughs> um, nah, man, I thought the match was great. I thought that that Naito just aiming for Okada's neck uh, was—I mean, the neck is probably the weakest part of anybody's freaking body. Let's let's be let's be realistic. But especially know? Okada, uh, especially Okada. Um, but when he started laying in those those uh, those shots as he does to the freaking to the neck area when he takes the wrist control, I was like, oh, this is over. Oh, this is over. <laughs> I was like, because yo, the, the 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 impact of it just felt so loud and hard. It was, it was, it's it was just performed in a much more violent way between Okada and Osprey. Because even Osprey's match was, was 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 violent with that particular move. And I was like, oh, Okada don't got a shot now. Like that's why I said Naito had a strategy here. He strategized this shit from match one to when he won the G1. Like he was like, let me let me float about, let me do this. I'll take a loss here. Doesn't matter as long as I get here. Like he made the complete strategy, booked ended, won it, took the flag, threw it on the freaking ground after Chodo came to him. <laughs> he was still, he was still ed edging out the roll call. Um, fantastic match. Uh I, I don't think Naito and Okada can have a bad match. I've said that countless times before. Um yeah. And they just, they always find a different way to give us something great in the ring. Uh, and this was, and, and and I think, I think it was said in commentary, this is the first time they ever met at a G1 final? Yes. Yeah. Was that true? That was crazy. That, that's crazy. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was 
I was like, tremendous. And we've watched this match, what, 15, 16 times at this point? I don't know how many times it is now. They so, are tied. Even if you're a new, it's seven, a seven. new it's seven, they're tied 7-7, yeah. Seven, seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 14 times. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, man, uh, this is this is what, this is is why I'm a fan of New Japan at the end of the day, uh, which is why I prefer it, right? I'm not going to say it's better than this or better than that. It's different at the end of the day, but, you know, the I prefer it. The personal preference is reasons like this that they put on matches that we've seen <laughs> yeah. but never failed to impress us. Exactly. Because the matches have so much history. Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. so they and they and they make that a part of the story where mm-hmm. like the, with a lot of the other promotions they don't always do that and they, mm-hmm. they don't always find themselves or when they do it in a tournament format it always feels telegraphed whereas this felt like the natural progression that we were going to go here and only one person you know predicted the final and the final winner just saying just saying this guy right here <laughs> on our preview. On our video, Naito, Naito, and Okada. He lives to be right at the end of the day. uh, God, 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 you know, bless me with a curse of always being right. This this man over here talking about God and the Redeemer (laughs) relinquishes God because God doesn't exist. He has to go out there and do the work by himself. Anyways, to answer a shock, who finishes the story first, Naito or Cody? Obviously, it's going to be Naito. Well, Cody Jan- got no January comes before April. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Naito. Um, exactly. For, just from the logistical standpoint of it all, and I think that the, wise, like one of them are gonna get a shot before the other. <laughs> and for all and for all intents and purposes, I still feel that WWE is gonna find a way to screw Cody. That's just me. That's me personally. I feel. I don't think WWE it's impossible still... that Naito gets screwed. I don't think True. it's impossible. That's that is that is that is, that is that is a good point. Yes and no. Yes, you know why? Because Gato is a living piece of human garbage. So <laughs> he, he's literally like he he heard us saying we love Sonata's reign, and he's gonna go. You love Sonata's reign. We're gonna play on that. Naito, you will not get your Wrestle Kingdom moment. <laughs> Naito loses again in the Wrestle Kingdom. Made no, no, Naito wins, wins, gets jumped, and then Evil wins it on New Year's Dash. No, oh, don't Naito fall. becomes the don't, first don't, G1 don't, winner to not main event the Wrestle Kingdom. He's going to lose the title shot to Jeff Cobb. We're getting Jeff oh, Cobb versus Sonata at God. Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Ace Shock saying that is the Laker fan, the Lakers fan in SP3 talking. Uh, that must have been the Phoenix Suns fan in you, Ace asking that stupid ass question of who was Ooh. gonna finish their story quicker, Naito or Cody. Um, <laughs> Romeo, what did you think about this main event matchup and Naito getting the win? Incredible. I, I also picked Naito to win the G1, but still I had to see it to believe it. Yeah, um, I couldn't I couldn't like be oh man, it's over. I couldn't be like that. I had to see it to believe it. It it, it was so intense. It was like a big fight atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And like the crowd loves Naito. They're rooting for him so bad. Um, I'm rooting for him so bad. That's what made me like I had a vested interest. I'm rooting for Naito so bad. I was like, I was hiding myself in the watch line because like I, I I had to see it for myself. I wasn't sure it was going to happen because it was like in the 30 minute mark when, when we found out like the all time record for the longest G1 finals, like what, 34 minutes, 35 minutes. And by that time, I I knew when y'all started talking about that, I was like, it's not going to happen here. And by that time, (laughs) by that time, it was like, Okada still hadn't got all his shit in. It's like, oh man, the Okada finish is coming. All the rainmakers about to, about to rain. But no, Naito did a great job working the neck the entire match. Those rainmaker, 
uh, Destino counters. They're they're things of beauty, man. They're like yeah, man. they remind me of like uh, what Austin Rock when they threw the rock bottom into the stunner, all that stuff, or Sweet Jim music into the stunner. Like it's just beautiful. It's so memorable and good for Naito. Um, I love the uh, the fist bump with a uh, Chono after that was cool. The crowd is like, oh, the crowd is like they love that shit. Oh man. And They're then like, like, I the two, the two... respect to somebody. <laughs> the yes, two men exactly. that retired uh, Kenji Muda right there. Come on. Exactly. And then I love exactly. Naito just uh, dropping the flag. Like, <laughs> Naito. Perfect Naito. Like, I can't be axed. I can't be axed. It's like, I just have two amazing matches. Concourse, you give me a flag? No. And not Jeff Cobb. Anything. Jeff Cobb, very honorable, uh, not attacking him backstage. Just a nice little disrespectful toast. That's all. Um, Naito, Naito has to win at Russell Kingdom, and he has to main events. Mm-hmm. He has yeah, to. There's win. no way around it. There's just they, if they if 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 they keep us waiting another year, a year older, Naito. Naito like, will have no knees left. Yeah. So the, man. my real question to y'all though, does Naito get a real reign this time though? Because oh. that's the he's won the IWGP title before. Guys. It depends on. He his just health. never has had a real reign with it. The first it time he wins how it, his body holds up. SP3. If he can yeah. keep it and he can get some really good defenses, then he's fine. If New Japan realizes he's not going to be able to do those top matches, they'll take it off him. They yeah. won't be scared. Yeah. Honestly, I think that New Japan is just giving him another moment. I think that Naito drops the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at New Beginning to Evil. To Shoto Amino, to Shota Amino, one year after that matchup that they have. Yes, they're gonna no. get behind Shooter. No. Shooter's gonna be the first. That'd be rushing. Three Musketeers. Yeah. If They'd anyone, maybe Osprey. If Osprey well, stays, I see yeah. Osprey losing I see, the exactly. title right. and Osprey beating Naito. Right. I don't I'm, I'm with Tanoa there. I'd say the only yeah. way it happens that soon is if it's the Three Musketeers. One of the Three Musketeers wins it at New Beginning. Well, Suji, Suji beats him, kicks Naito out. He's the new leader of LA. Word. That's I. I think that's definitely a story that's gonna that could possibly be told. <laughs> yeah. I I'll do all these really random. Well, the I say shooter. I say shooter beats Naito is because of the whole story of the that matchup that they had this year at New Beginning. You do the one year thing, and then mm. Suji's gonna beat Shooter for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. No, Shuji, and then it could be it will all be about Suji. Chasing and trying to get revenge for his leader. I I honestly don't even like. You could do whatever you want with the title reign. I just want him to have that Wrestle Kingdom moment. I'm not be a beggar. Honestly, I think that's what Gato is all about. I think Gato's yeah. just getting him the moment. I don't. That's why yeah. I asked about the title yeah. reign after because it feels like no one's talking about that and asking that question. But we should be asking that question because Naito has never had a real reign for the IWGP top title. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, you know, I think that the story should tie up well. He gets the moment at, at, at Wrestle Kingdom, and that's where it goes. As to who he loses it to, that'll be up to Gato. Uh, I'm with Sanal. I think Will Ospreay, if Will stays, should be the choice. Um, but like golden I said, men, he's uh, golden because I remember I tweeted him that he's the golden boy, and someone went until. Somebody points it out. The Okada still is, and I think that would be the moment for them to be like, "No, the Golden Boy of New Japan yeah. is now Will Osprey." Right. Honestly, yeah. I feel like Osprey has to beat Okada. 
for the IW for to get back the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it means more for the three musketeers is they beat either Okada or Naito for their first IW. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them beating Osprey does not feel like that. It does yes. not it does not mean what that means. Them I beating think- Okada or Naito. I agree with you, but I think I think that should be much further down the line. I think you got to tell a story with Naito, Okada, Osprey, all that first before you get yeah. to all the Musketeers. But um, I wanted to ask you guys a question about Naito because you guys are much knowledge more knowledgeable than me. Uh, where is he ranking like the all time New Japan greats? Is he is he like a top fifteen? Would you say or he's up there to me at least? Just yeah, because to me as well. I was gonna say personally. Yeah, personally to me, he's up there just because it, between him and Okada, they basically took. New Japan out of the doldrums in the last decade and a half. So he's so, higher than top fifteen, top ten, top five. Yeah, I'd say top ten for no. me. To, for me, top ten. Not for me. Just, yeah, for me, Not top for me. ten. Just because New Japan took a dive after when 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 Mudo left, Chono retired. There was nothing until Tana, and then their their version of Three Musketeers. And then when when Naito and Okada hit, that shit just revolutionized New Japan. I also think with Naito is it was his willingness to change. Yeah. Willingness to go on excursion, come back and invent himself and basically come back as a heel, but be be so it's like a bit like the Empire now. The Empire technically started as a heel faction, but it was the connection, the unexpected connection with the crowd that turned them into tweeners. And they have stuck to that. They will they will embrace the love of the crowd, but they are not afraid to cheat. They brought in Hiromu, which added the extra baby face. And then at the time, they had Evil, who was the heel. I think Naito's willingness and ability to adapt to not only, like, his character, but the crowds and everything adds to that. Like, I think I read in the comments somewhere saying, like, Naito's gimmick is he doesn't care, and it works. Because mm-hmm. he cares when he wants to, but he doesn't care about the material things when it was, like, him throwing the IC title, like, here, there, and everywhere. He dragged it around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think he's top 10. No? I don't think he's top 10. Top 15, though. I'll I'll just name some off the top that are ahead of him. Antonio Inoki, Jushin Jushin Liger, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Mm -hmm. Kazuko Okada, Hashimoto, Mm -hmm. Muta, Chono. Um, I I, I think I had another one. Shinsuke Nakamura is still ahead of him. Uh, Even now? Yes. Even after this... Oh, I don't know about that. Bro. Even now, even now, even now. Nakam, you you're saying you're saying they uh, Okada and Naito got them out the doldrums. It was it was Hiroshi Tanahashi and Nakamura who got them out the doldrums. They they went to another level with Okada and Naito. Yeah. But but you're missing the person that's better than Naito on that list that helped out a lot to elevate them even more. Kenny Omega is out of them. Kenny Omega's out of them. Um, I, I, I think Nakamura took a dip for me just because of the current shit that he's in. You might be absolutely like, no, you can't, opinion. you can't, you can't. I know, I get that, WWE. I get that, I get that. You have I to get judge that, him on his New Japan run. He's responsible, as responsible as Tanahashi for getting them out of the doldrums. He was one of their first like mainstream stars, even even mm-hmm. on the level or even more. That was, uh, some people will say than Tanahashi. So you have to put Nakamura in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Ricky Chojun, uh, Shojo, uh, I have to put him ahead of them. I think it depends. So, like for me, Naito was top because obviously Naito was at the top when I started watching. I think 
yeah, a lot of this will be yeah. personal, personal link. Like I, I've met Naito. I have a soft spot for Naito. So I think no, no, I, I understand. I understand if somebody says they're in their top ten favorites, but to say that it, Romeo's question was, is he in the top ten greatest New Japan wrestlers of all yeah, time? Yeah, like how will he be top ten favorites? Well, you have to look at the that. history, history, and I'd say there's there's ten people that I could say is better than Naito or more important to New Japan's history than Naito. I think that was about nine or ten names you came up with. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think he's top fifteen. I I I agree with you when you said top fifteen. Yeah, he's top fifteen, but top ten, no. Okay. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. If he wins at Wrestle Kingdom, then we can revisit this conversation, and maybe sure. I. But right now, nah. I think he's. I think he's like eleven. He's a, a, the highest I'll put him eleven or twelve. Right. How many guys have won three G ones? Is, is he like the third or fourth? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tanahashi. Okada, Chono, Anoki. 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 Anoki wasn't wrestling when the G1 was. Yeah, he, he wrestled when uh when it was for the like the IWGP championship, right? Uh hold on. <laughs> I just on Wikipedia, they they count those as like G1s as like like 10 of the motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they do. He won the first two, and then he won four more. No, he won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He won ten in total. It's amazing how many you can win when you're booking. (laughs) You know what? It's a good thing that Gato's not taken that to win the best of Super Junior. (laughs) Facts. Facts. But yeah, yeah, he it's him, uh, him, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, and uh, Sija Sakakushi is the only like early winners when it was the world league msg league iwgp league and world mm-hmm. cup tournament and then it mm-hmm. became the g1 in 1991. Right. it's nice to have on your resume you got three g1s that's nice yeah very nice very nice uh kotobushi should have three g1 ones too just saying uh you got big man dogs he says uh, Kenji Muda, Hashimoto, Liger is being named here. Uh, and Big Man Dogs, I think, put it in the best way possible. He said Naito is a top 10 worker, but not top 10 New Japan star. I think that is the correct wording to say. Okay. He's a top 10 in-ring worker in New Japan's history, but is he a top 10 New Japan star? No. I'm going to stick to my guns for Tetsuya Naito. Yeah, can, he, can he still become, <laughs> can he still become that? Yeah, can yeah, he like still get in the top ten. Yeah, I'd say I said we could revisit the conversation by by as soon as Russell Kingdom. But as far as the G One Climax Thirty Three Final, let's put our thumbs in the middle. Let us know in the live chat whether you give the show the thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Out of ten, what you give the show? Out of ten, what you give the tournament? Let us know in the comments down below. But for us, for the final three, two, one. Thumbs up across the board from all of us for the final first and then the tournament overall. Out of 10, what did you give it? Romeo, we'll start with you. The final, um, like seven and a half. The whole tournament, 8.8. Eight point eight for you, uh, J News. Final uh, we, and then tournament. We're talking about the whole final show, or just the match itself? The final show. We just reviewed yeah. the show, sir. 
the final show, if you just saw that one match, that's fine. If you just want to rate it on that, but and then the tournament. Uh, as for the match itself, because that's all I watched, because I didn't watch the final show. <laughs> Give that a a, a good uh, a good uh, nine out of ten. That match was 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 really really good. Um, as for the tournament, they admitted me. I give the tournament a six. Reason being, the quarterfinals were lackluster, to say the least. Um, they could have the the booking by 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 the time the playoffs came about, just went to shit. I thought. Um, Hashtag blame Gato. Yes, yeah. there you go. Hashtag blame Gato. Um, secondarily, and I'll say this with all open honesty, they completely dropped the ball on Sonata, but now that I understand that he is injured, I understand why certain things were done, but like to make him look the way he did throughout the entire tournament, and then the injury didn't do him any favors, and the whole evil thing, that shit fucked with me. The Kiyomiya thing fucked with me. That, that to me, I was like, what, what are we doing here? He didn't participate in his tournament. He came over to this tournament. And it's like, you still shit the bed with the kid. Um, and only once twice. All, he only won twice. And, and, and the thing that we stated with the with the with the with the younger guys, I, I refuse to call them the freaking real what three three musketeers. That's too much pressure on those guys at this point in their careers. Um, they should have, even though they outside of Renarita, Suji, um, I'll put Gabe Kid in there. Um, uh, freaking, uh, what the fuck? Uh, Shota, Shota Umino, they did the damn thing. They they showed out, but they should have gotten more wins. They really should have. Um, because it just, it, it, it didn't create any real fervor for them right now. It's still like, they're more or less still status quo. Uh, so I think they dropped the ball there. Um, you know, Naito's story was, Naito's story was the one to be told in this tournament. And, well, and, and it's still continuing to be told, obviously, into Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I don't know where Okada goes from here because he's still a, he's still a, a never open weight six man tag champ if I'm not mistaken, right? Which yeah. everyone so, seems to forget, including Okada. Right. Exactly. He never so, brings out the title. He never brings it out because uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so uh, that that's that part there. Um, you know, we had good highlights from individual wrestlers, but as a whole, the tournament as a whole, it 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 just yeah, it let me down <laughs> after night ten, and I was like, this is it, this ain't it. So yeah, six out of ten. Sanal, final show, and then the tournament overall out of 10. Final show, 7.5. I think aside from like Evil and House of Torture, there's some pretty good matches. Really nice build-ups to future matches. Um, there's a lot going on in whether tag division, singles championship. Obviously, we've got coming up the junior festival, so that'll build some stuff there. Hiromu said he's going to CMLL, so all that. The tournament itself, I'm torn between Romeo and J News is scores say an eight because i personally think the caliber of the matches were fine like they were great i had some really top matches in each of the blocks whether it was like sonata and kiyomiya taichi versus osprey um osprey versus naito it it was just and i think a fair bit like to start with the booking seemed good but it was as jane said the quarterfinals things just started to go down from there obviously sonada with evil i didn't even watch that match i refused to watch it i saw the result because i was working i was like, I'm not putting myself through this so i didn't which was quite good um the hikaleo versus naito i know it was an easy match for naito but i feel like there was a lot more potential for there 
just some of the decisions from Gato. But again, the quality of wrestling, I couldn't fault. There was only maybe a few matches, maybe like Hanare and Mikey Nichols. But that's the thing with pro wrestling. The booking is a major thing in it. And it's Gato, isn't it? But again, I can't fault the wrestling much better. There was no block that I was disappointed in. They had the wrestlers I wanted. I didn't even mind the four block this year. Like last year, I absolutely hated it. But even this year, I wasn't a massive hater of it. It was just Gato. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much that's you you hit it on the nail on the on the nose right there. I would say for the final, I would give it an eight out of ten. I thought that the multi-man matches that I literally was skipping on the quarterfinals and the semifinals, I might actually go back and watch because this night was so good on the multi-man matches as far as either having a good matchup or setting up for the feature as far as like new matches, new feuds that I want to see. I think this show did a great job of setting up for the rest of the year for New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then the final was a match, a bona fide match of the year candidate. So I give it an eight out of 10. The tournament overall, I'm going to go with seven out of 10. I think that there just was too many guys. There's just too many guys in this damn tournament. If they can, if they could drop two from each block, and make it a 24-man block, I think that this would be so much better for it in the long run. It would be so much better for it. Even if it's still, if you still wanted to do four blocks and do six guys for a block where we're only getting every guy having five matches, I would take even that over this yeah. because, you know, I, I feel like the, 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 the bar for a great G1 matchup is four and a half stars. And you know I do my star ratings, and I just count it. How many four, you know how many four and a half star or higher matches I had in this G1 across 19 nights? 11 matches. That's not even one per night. Like, like that's a that's a struggle. That means there's at least eight or so shows where it's a struggle to get through because you don't have the usual quality great G1 match every single night. Because there's too many guys here who don't really can deliver that type of quality. You need to lower the number, make it more focused. Yeah, I mean, the, the struggle in a lot of it comes down to Gato's decisions. Like like Jay News said, Kiyomiya, disappointing G1. The Three Musketeers overall, disappointing G1. The D block overall was a disappointing effort. I like some of the matches. Jeff Cobb versus ZSJ. Cobb versus Naito, Naito versus ZSJ. Uh, I liked a couple of those matches, but none of them were at that high quality. In fact, of the of the four and a half star matches from the G1, none of them came from the D block. So that overall tells you that there's some changes that need to be not, made. Not even Naito versus Yano. Dropped the star for every minute it took him to get to the ring. <laughs> Um, I was yes. sports entertained. Listen, Gato got some stuff wrong, but he got the overall story right, which was night yes. winning. I was, you know, what, towards the end when Evil got through to the quarterfinal, I was worried. I because we talked about an ace techers, and I thought I've jinxed it. I have ten out of ten made Gato change his mind. She definitely <laughs> did say Gato uh, Evil was gonna make it. She was like, Gato's gonna put gonna put, put Evil into the playoffs. I was like, don't wish that upon me. And then no, when he did. She, I thought he was winning the whole tournament. I just get a text from Sanal, like, I don't know if you watched the show, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, by the way, also, by the way, it was completely unfair for the the D block to have to wrestle the quarterfinals the next day. You didn't get a day yeah, off. It what it was? Nah, yeah, that, that was that was that was that was that was whack. That was, that was that was crazy. That was that was crazy, especially because Naito and ZSJ had great matches on that mm-hmm. night. The ZSJ Goto match was great, and uh, Naito and Tanahashi. Also, shout out to Goto because again, like Yoshihashi, guy's still doing it. He had a new haircut, had a new perm, putting on good matches. He sold his injury. Shout out to broken him. ribs the whole time. Yeah, give it up for Goto. But yes, that brings us to a close on another G1 Climax tournament. We made it, guys. We made it through the whole month. I want to thank Sanal, of course, for joining us first up. Please let the people know where they could follow you on social media, what you got going on on your channel right now. They can watch your G1 review, Ace Techers, all that good stuff. The floor is yours, Sanal. So, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at wrestling underscore chat. You will be updated on everything and anything that I do. On YouTube at Sonal's Life, I posted last night my G1 review. There's yes, a lot coming up, so I'm going to be attending the Rev Pro show, so there'll be some from that. Although I'm not attending the All Out show, though, the show in at Wembley, I will be reviewing it. And yeah, there's so much going on. And obviously, every two weeks, me and SP3 and NK are on Ace Techers, so make sure you keep an eye out for that and listen to it, because it's just people talking about their love of New Japan. And they're complaining about great Gato, So We love New Japan and hate Gato. That's usually that's that's gonna be our tagline for Ace Techers. <laughs> we love New Japan, but we hate Gato. Nay news. Let the people know where they can follow you, good sir, and when they'll see you again. Oh man. Uh you guys, you guys can always follow me on the Instagram underscore J-O-N-J-Y. Um, when you guys will see me again, that is you know, uh, New great, Japan has some shows this weekend, right? It's a great question. Uh, due to the fact that uh, an employee at my other job has gotten their asses fired, I'm a very busy man nowadays, which is why I couldn't catch up with the rest of the shorts um, and even have to cr- cram the shows to this morning. Uh, yes, I know that All-Star, uh, the, the freaking Junior All-Star Fest is, is, is here, here in the States this weekend on the 19th. Um, so I will do my best to watch that over the weekend, um, and cover that with SP3. We're probably going to do a review sometime next week, probably next Monday morning. Uh, so I, I will, uh, I will stamp myself for that one there. Um, otherwise with the future shows, I, I gotta see guys, I gotta see where it goes. You could also watch me tonight at the workhorse uh, <laughs> podcast network, uh, all with ALW and Nico probably and, and Dolores, uh, I'll be there talking to you one as well. Um, but yeah, man, uh, keep an ear out, you know, I'll let you guys know when, 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 when I'm, when I'm, uh, floating about because my, my schedule outside of, uh, true heel heat has gotten a little bit tougher. So, uh, I'll let you guys know how that goes. I do have a bit of breaking news here. Apparently, uh, Uh I don't know if you, uh, not about new Japan though, unfortunately, uh, but new Japan adjacent with AEW over the weekend, there was news of CM Punk. Sending people home from collision tapings, uh, namely uh, Hangman Adam Page wasn't allowed to do a pre-tape backstage at collision this week. He was told to do it away from the arena. And then it came out by FIFO Select that Ryan Nemeth was uh, sent home during collision. This case right. dates back to uh, Punk's return promo on the premiere episode of collision where he said the counterfeit bucks line. 
Ryan Nemeth tweeted out after the promo, literally the softest man alive. So PW Torch reports that at the, at the Dynamite that Punk had appeared shortly after his return, Punk confronted Nemeth in the locker room. Sources told the media outlet that Punk cornered Nemeth in the locker room, got inches from his face, and angrily and aggressively asked if they had a problem or if they needed to settle things outside. Punk told the young AEW wrestler that his comments on Twitter inflamed existing tensions between him and certain people in the company, and he also said the optics of the tweet sent a bad message. The confrontation was seen by several wrestlers who characterized it as awkward and weird. Nemeth moved the argument out of the locker room, leaving to Punk to continue to berate him. Nemeth tried to defend himself, as he noted, calling Punk soft since Punk fired the first shots at the Bucks, leading to Punk uh, to push back on the timing of it, and it worked against the public image they were going for, which was to have everyone on the same page and not reignite past issues. How the fuck is this guy saying that when he's the guy who said it? When you're the fucking guy who said the counterfeit bus line, how you saying, oh, we're supposed to be on the same page? What? The report noted Nemeth then asks Punk if he shouldn't react to things, and Punk says on TV, and Punk said that'd be the right choice at that time. Then they shook hands, but apparently the tensions were still high as they went their separate ways. Nemeth talked to friends backstage about the incident and asked how to handle the situation. Not everyone is against Punk, as the report stated that Punk has received good reviews for his leadership behind the scenes and is fiercely protective of Collision being a low-drama environment. Right. Well, um, uh, yeah. Um, Let me just, can I just say? Can I just say what I said on Twitter? CM Punk needs some drugs and alcohol. In the worst way, he's, he's way too uptight. Way too uptight. He needs one or the other, or maybe both. One or the other. He's the way too up. Yo, AJ ain't giving him no booty. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, why you gotta take it there, bro? He ain't giving him nothing. Quite he ain't giving him nothing. Romeo, tell him where to follow you. <laughs> follow Romeo Anthony on all forms of social media. I uh, got some final thoughts about the G1. Uh, my breakout performers of the G1. Kaito Kiyomiya, Gabe Kid, and Shota Umino. Uh, my matches of the G1, um, Yoda Suji versus Shota Umino, um, Kaito versus Sonata, Osprey ELP, Naito Okada, and Osprey Naito. Uh, and the MVP of the G1, this guy cannot have a bad match with anyone. It's Will Osprey. He's like, he, every match he makes the other person look like gold. This guy is amazing. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Absolutely. We got our good friend, Muscle Man Malcolm, in the chat, who says, honestly, Omos clears CM Punk. You know what? You got a point there. You may have I'm a point sapien. there. <laughs> I'm an Omos sapien. A lot more. A lot more than him. Uh, but yes, follow me on the Twitter machine, at TrueHillSP3. Twitter or X? Twitter and... <laughs> um, as far as Romeo, what Romeo said, my breakout uh, of the G1 was obviously Cade Kid, uh, match of the tournament, uh, Naito Osprey. Mm-hmm. I would go Naito Osprey, Naito Okada, Osprey EO. No, Okada's ESJ. Oh my god, I love that match. No, that match was good. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That match was phenomenal. That's number three, EOP Osprey, and then <laughs> Ishii Kingston. That would be my fifth. 
moment of the G1. What did you say? Ishii and who? Kingston. Ishii and Kingston. Moment of the G1, Sonata beating Kaito with two seconds left, or Naito's final roll call. Mm. And yeah, I think that's it. MVP, yeah, obviously, Will Ospreay. So follow me on X at True Hill SP3. Follow Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok at True Hill Heat. Patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. We got more exclusive content. We're actually going to be doing a special live edition of SB3's Raw Report. It's going to be myself and Josh reviewing Monday Night Raw tonight. So if there's just $3 a month, you could be a part of that live stream. You can comment with us, interact with us, talk all about Monday Night Raw. So shortly following Rated Raw Superstars, join us live over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. Appreciate that love and appreciate all the love in the chat. We got Trey saying, not AJ catching a stray. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, AJ. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. That was more like punk catching a stray. He's, yeah. Tell, tell, you, tell your man to smoke some weed or like shh, get, get on the pot. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that man. But for J News, for Sanal, for Romeo, it is me. It is me. Your true healthy nom SP3. This has been our NJPW G1 Climax 33 final review. We are signing off until next time.